I could date a guy shorter than I'm not sure. Oh, oh. <laughs> I got I got it. <laughs> Boys. I got it. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? Episode 2, Planet Faz Podcast, we have... Assumpta. How are you? I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm alive and well. Thank you so much for making time and uh, coming. I know I told you so uh, long ago that, oh, I need you on the podcast, I need you on the podcast, and I keep delaying it, I keep delaying it. So thank you very much it's for right, coming. It's we're here now. Uh, it's going to get techy, because i got a lot of questions for you. Oh, under pressure. Okay, straight away, off the top. <laughs> what is the problem with girls and guys' heights? <laughs> it's the straight away. Straight away, about? listen. Okay. Straight. For me... I know you don't speak for all females, but... But I understand it. But, yes. I'm tall, though. I'm five foot nine. Yes, so you're five... This is perfect. You're five foot nine. Yeah, yeah. What is this height business? It's just... I, I, don't, I just can't date myself. Can't date someone shorter than me. I just don't see it happening. Why? I don't know. It's just... I just think... When someone's automatically shorter than me, I just think they're cute. Wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, it can happen because there's loads of, like, girls out there that date shorter guys, but it's very rare. I Do you... Know. Okay, so... My problem is this. You have a preference like any other person. Yeah. Which is fine. But my thing is, if I mention your dress size... Mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, social media will kill me. If a girl mentions a guy's height, it's like, oh, you're short. You can't talk about it. You're short, you know? You're cancelled. Your dating life is finished. Cancel quiz, yeah. You've, no, got, you've got no prospect. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, but... I'm speaking for all the kings, mm-hmm. yeah, out there who, who are in this situation, who may be five, six, and they're seeing these things. Because, look, girls can change a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? non-surgical surgical height is something that i don't think you can change even if you can i mean but i think with that a lot of guys that are short there's a lot of shorter guys that wouldn't date a girl taller than them there's a lot of them you reckon yeah and i feel i think it's only more recently that there's an odd few that want to date taller girls but in general like guys don't like guys would not like dating a girl that's That's interesting i don't know i think so uh are you single yeah okay so if a nice guy who has all the things in your tick list that Mm -hmm. you have and he approaches you but he doesn't meet the height criteria then i'd make an exception (laughs) looking to that camera (laughs) and then just say it so planet fuzz is gonna match maybe i might make an exception but it's just oh it's just techie like realistically Mm -hmm. not a lot of short guys move to me because they're scared. So I'm not an Because they are person, scared. 
it is intim like let's not be let's not be around the bush it is intimidating mm -hmm. when a woman is is taller than you and then on social media you get like you know these things get passed around where they say you know because your height da, 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 yeah. and all these or you have to be confident with it if it was the beard at one point remember it was the beard oh your beard doesn't connect you can't talk <laughs> Twitter, actually, I really yeah, like, it was I, I know what you mean. I think people, they are, I, I hundred percent get what you mean when you say that because women are a lot harder on men, mm. and you just have to accept it, brush it off. Oh, it's just jokes, man. Come on. Whereas when it's a guy Other that's had women, like yeah, like the size thing. Yeah, it shouldn't you, be like that, should it? This is why I don't. I just don't get involved with Twitter stuff. I, just, I love it. I know you do. You I love it. love it. Absolutely live for it because I cannot stand uh, men getting, you know, um, seeing certain... That well, do you know what I mean? I think with it, there's levels to it. So say, for example, a guy can move to me and I think he's shorter. I wouldn't be like, oh, like, you're shorter than me. Like, no. It would be more of like, I would never put their height down. Mm. I would never say, oh, I wouldn't date him because he's short. Because at the end of the day, like... That might be his insecurities. Like, who am I to tell someone? Interesting. You've got this, or I'm not dating you. It's just like someone saying to me, you're a size 12, so I ain't dating you. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. You, you don't need to say it. No. So, I know what you mean when some women or girls are like, uh, no, you're short. Or they'll look at you like, you're mm. shorter than me. And they're well human beings in itself. That's your preference, but you don't always need to express it. Is the bag important? Depends. On? Um, I wouldn't say it's important. So, okay, this is an example I can give. There's a difference between me dating or a guy speaking to me and he doesn't have money, but he's on his way. So something like he's trying hard or mm -hmm. he's just not there financially. Whereas there's someone that doesn't have money, but they're just being lazy. And they just, you don't, they don't see a future for themselves. They're just being lazy. They want to be on benefits or they don't, they're not trying. Then... Then that's different. So you want money? Uh, I wouldn't say money is important. I want someone that's driven. Yeah. Not it's not. If you think about all these people that are successful, they've not always been successful. True. A lot of them make it when they're thirty, forty. True. Some of them even fifty. So at the end of the day, you're not in a relationship with someone because of their money. Mm-hmm. Age. Yeah. Does it matter? Yeah, I can't. I couldn't date a guy shorter. Than, I'm not sure. Oh, look at this. I got. <laughs> I got it, <laughs> boys. Yeah, I got it. You see what I did there? You <laughs> see what I did there? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, okay. I wouldn't date a got guy it. younger than me, but I think because it's m the age I'm at now. So majority of the guys that are younger than me, they're probably just still living their life, baby boy. They want to be out with girls, mm. whatever, doing them all. So I just would never take them seriously. Yeah. Whereas if I'm twenty. Six, twenty-seven. If someone's a year younger than me, or some, also, then yeah. But it always just depends on the age. Okay. And how old you are. Okay. Well, all the grilling aside. Okay. <laughs> not even grilling. I'm messing with you. How are you? I'm good. I'm alive and well. Yeah. <laughs> How's uh, uh dating and online dating or life or work? Everything been since the lockdown started, since COVID started. How's it affected your life? Dating hasn't really affected my life, so I don't really have a dating life. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> not, you know, it's not with me, it's just more of guys move to me or whatever, like any other girl, but I can see certain things from early or like 
certain things, I'm just like, no, nah, I'm not. No, of course. I mean, I'm in the like, sense where obviously when when COVID wasn't here, we oh. would go out and and guys would move to girls in an open setting. But yeah. now, like everything's on lock, you can't go anywhere, you can't take yeah. someone anywhere. How how are people adjusting to that? I think with that is hard because I could be. Has the has the what's it called? Um, have the um. Thing. Chat up lines become more unique. Are guys trying to do, do, do more unique chat up lines since lockdown? I, you know what? I you know how like, businesses have yeah. gone online? Mandem have gone online yeah. when it comes to date. I feel like it hasn't changed for a lot of guys. Really? Yeah. But I think in terms of... See, I could be chatting to someone right now. I can't just go and link them and meet them. Whereas no. I want to get to know you. Let's go out on a date or yeah. let's go here. You can't do that anymore. So then I guess it does make it harder because it's like, what? I've been FaceTime for the past four months. I'm tired now. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But I, I guess in that sense. But for me, guys still give me the same dead child lines. <laughs> like, I just, yeah, no. What about work? Work, I've, luckily for me, I've been fine with work because okay. when lockdown happened, we went on furlough, but I was getting full pay. Okay. So that was fine. And then before we went back, I changed jobs and I went back mm-hmm. to doing support work. So. Is that what you do now? Yeah, that's what I do now. Do you enjoy it? Yeah. I've done support work before and it links into what I did at uni. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, is that something that you want to do for the rest of your life? No. What is it that you want to do? I'm still trying to figure that out. Okay. But How old are you? T- I'm 23. Well, I'm turning 23 next week. When it's out, it'll probably be my birthday. So I'm 23, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so what, like, you, you have no clue at no, all? No, it's not saying I don't have any clue, but I don't want to force an idea. That's the thing. Um, mm. With me, I guess, like, when it comes to, just say, for example, like you said, being successful or getting to where you want in life, not everyone figures it out all at the same stage. Mm. So right now, I, I more or less have it fig- kind of figured out. So what I did at uni, I did counselling and psychotherapy. Okay. And it's a job that I would be happy if I did it for the rest of my life, but not, I wouldn't say fully fulfilled. So um, even my support work I'm doing now, it's bank work. So with bank, it's flexible. So yes. I get to choose my own hours. So with that, that also gives me time to work on what I want to do and things but like that. But there so must be something... Yeah. There, there is something. Yeah, there is something. What so is basically, it? besides that, I work on, I don't know if you've seen it on my Insta, I post it a, a few times, um, on this like uh, Instagram page. So it's everything, how can I, it's from like music to fashion. I put it on a couple of times on my story. It's called Flex Presents. You clearly haven't promoted it enough because I, I, I would have known. I do it daily. Really? It's even on my story today. Okay, go on it quickly and show me. On Insta, yeah. I'll show you now, actually. What is it? So, um, it's Manchester-based. So it's not just me. It was my friend that started it off, and he brought me in, so I help him with doing the... We, like, gather ideas and exchange ideas. Network might be poor here, so you might not be able to get it up, but... uh, Like, what is the actual uh, idea behind it? Yeah, I probably won't be able to get it up. That's fine. But tell me it, it, tell me in terms... So, I'll, I'll link um, the Insta and everything, but tell so me what is it. So it's everything culture-related. So okay. mainly when it comes to music, it's just like hip-hop, R&B, mm-hmm. depth. So but like, like... Let me stop you before, sorry. I just want to dig into it. What is it? Is oh, it so a, what I'm doing is... would say Obviously, I'm not a journalist. But do you know what I'm saying? Journalism, yeah. So um, we create content. Uh, so, okay. We'll have meetings. And we'll sit there and be like, okay, what things 
do the people want we want to educate people so this is how an example i can explain it so say for example i'm just baiting all these yeah, yeah, yeah. Pages or shades Yeah. All they do is just screenshot tweets or screenshot other people's things and just put, oh, this, this happened. Or got this you. person's got a new song and they've posted it. Yeah. We look in the depth of it. So ah. this person's released this song. Um, you might have noticed that they used a sample from this track. Right. This stems from this and Yes. So it's the deeper level more ah. into it. So even with fashion, so we won't put oh Louis Vuitton have got a new line. We'll put Louis Vuitton have got a new line and explain why why he's done it this way or why they've got Interesting. this. Interesting. So it's not one of those things that you just um, do and you just post out there. Like we even got gra- we have to we have graphics. Like a lot yeah. of money goes into it. But the time wh- whose whose idea was that? Um, it was my friends. And um, they said to you that you know he so might be a good fit. Yeah. So basically, he'd been on it and he'd been doing it for a while. And I've got him on Twitter and he just noticed that I'm up to date with everything. If he says something about oh. This artist, I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, he sampled this song, or I'm basically I'm in tune with everything that is going on in the world, from music okay. to fashion yeah. to loads of arts. So it's just loads of different things. It's kind of hard to explain it because you kind of have to see it. Yeah, yeah, I'm to with you. know it. But like yesterday, we did a post on how drills taking over the world. From Ghana to... Drugs? It, no, drill. Drill, drill music, sorry. sorry. <laughs> from Ghana to um, Italy and France and yeah. Belgium and all these countries. And we explained it in depth of um, where it started from, yeah. how we got there, who brought it up, and okay. who they're making music with and things like that. Yeah. And just all the facts behind it. And then another piece that we did was... What's the other one we did before that? Today, we did a fashion one. So it was... Um, Timeless fashion pieces. Right. So from like the monogram, so it could be yeah, Louis yeah. Vuitton, Dior, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, Cartier, brace, uh, Cartier brace, bracelets, Rolexes. Um, Things Hermes that go on for sliders. decades and decades. Yeah. So it's not just like, oh, this is nice. You should cop this. It's yeah. We go in depth and we explain like Birkin bags. Like, yeah. um, so it's just more in, in So where is your passion in that? Oh, the creatives. I'm I'm into all of those things. Like when it comes to fashion, I like to know the things behind Interesting. things. Interesting. So it kind I've of goes hand been, in hand with you. Yeah, and so I you enjoy actually it. enjoy it. Yeah. Honestly, like in general, like I enjoy it. Like where we are right now, we're not getting much back from it. But when you see, like, if you see the Instagram and you see the vision, you know what is it that you want to do somewhere. that you guys want to do with it. So currently, we started off as just like Instagram posts obviously mm-hmm. but we want to expand to things like websites um, I don't want to speak too much because it's not exactly yeah. my thing but we want to expand to loads of different things so tell me a little clip of a vision that you have for this brand or company or mm-hmm. this thing that you have what would you class magazine. it as? is he a journalist magazine, could magazine be. company yeah. okay but we want so to expand to loads of loads different, of different things. things like any other company does mm-hmm. nowadays um first thing that I'm going to ask you is give me a little clip that plays in your head when you think of this. So you standing outside uh, or you standing in a boardroom with uh, Virgil mm-hmm. and now you're discussing things and you're putting it on, you know, where it's like, so what, how far do you see yourself? Um, and it could be things like he's about to release a, right. a brand design, but he wants you guys to talk about it. Talk about it. But the thing is, um, do you know, okay, this is, a, this is an example he gives. He wants it to be a platform 
for all creative. So it's not even just about music and fashion. It's about artwork, anything creative, mm-hmm. whether it's even like photographers, mm-hmm. videographers, things like podcasts. And that's things we're going to focus on in the next month because we've got a one year anniversary coming up. And he wants it to be a platform for all creative. So do you know how this day and age, there's so many creative kids out there, but they've got nowhere to go to and they have to, they feel like they have to go to uni because they yeah. think, oh, I want to, I don't know, I want to do something music-based or graphics-based and whatever. They just don't have the opportunity to do it. Right. Whereas if this stems into something larger, they know where to they where to, where to go for opportunities. And if yeah. you notice, a lot of like fashion designers from the UK, they all go to America. Mm. That's where they get all the opportunities to work with these brands. Like, whereas here, there's not a lot of opportunities for young kids and but just people in general. What are you guys going to do to create the opportunity? Trust me, the opportunities are even there. Even now, say for example, um, he's joined like a uni group. Okay. So kids that do people that do graphic design and things like that, and okay, he wants to see their work, and then they can help create, basically bring our content to life. Because I do the research, someone else types it up, and then there's we collect the pictures, and then we give it to this person, and then they bring it to light, like the design and how it looks. Okay. It's not just a white background with writing in a picture. <laughs> Honestly, it's like... A lot graphic, of effort goes into graphics it. Graphics and every... A lot of effort goes into it in graphics right. and things like that. So he wants to work with some unique just to give him the opportunity to... And he would pay them as well. So it's okay. not saying, oh, I'm just using it to get free work, and then you can... Of course. Give him the opportunity. So even if they leave uni... And wherever and they've got that in their gone. CV, yeah, they've got it. Or even he can, he can bring them on board, like where we are right now. Mm. It's just because with him, his mind is so much. So like mm. when he speaks to you, you see the vision. Mm. Like he brings it all to line. It's not one of those things where I know I'm doing this, and in a year's time it could flop. No, trust me. It is How do you know places. him? I know him from time socials. But okay. Yeah, but we've been friends. I've known him from like since I was like college, to be honest. Taking him aside, mm-hmm. what is your exact role in there? Journalism, I would say. And, and content... Cre- well, I won't say... Co- yeah, content creating, illustrating, and bringing ideas. So with the posts, even the posts, the timeless fashion pieces, we have to sit and think, okay, what should our next post be? It can't be anything basic or mm. on like, oh, why is Louis Vuitton good? That is boring. Mm. It has to be just like the drill one. I'll Can I then ask... It's not bringing you money. Not right now. Okay. And you anticipate someday it's going to bring you money, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Even that's wh- hopefully, yeah. But yeah even that's why we all do something, right? Yeah. Um, why this and not pick up a side hustle or a side job? But the thing is, I can still pick up a side hustle and do that in the time being. So that's not stopping me from picking up my side hustle mm-hmm. at all. And the thing that I really like about the team is that um, I've known him. So I did with him. Um, his girlfriend and me and I've known him it's not one of those things that I'm working with him and he's just feeding off my information mm. like we're like a family now like it's not even it goes further than what we work as like the actually checking to see how I am even helping me with like my years and my goals helping me like okay you know what have you set your goals this year yeah yeah and he's like you know call me we'll sit there and go through I'm gonna let you know how <laughs> you should set your goal so we, it's further than just the business got you business side of it so he mm. would never ever like he even said he doesn't think he doesn't say things like if you want to start a side hustle or whatever yeah. you need to remember this is first never no he would help there's a reason it. why i ask that yeah. the reason why i ask it is a lot of people our age mm-hmm. uh, they might think you know it's easier to do a job oh no, no. easier to do two jobs mm-hmm. 
rather than uh, make uh, something you know that they're passionate about. For mm-hmm. example, me, I started this. I could have uh, gone and done a, another job, you know, like an evening job, which mm-hmm. I used to do. I, I I have done three jobs at a time sometimes, one yeah. full time, two part time, adding up to two full time jobs, right? Mm-hmm. But then I said to myself, let me do something that I. Even though I'm putting mad hours in this, all this thing takes time and money, mm-hmm. but it's like, I'm so happy doing it. Yeah. It's just, it's just mad being creative and it making is. mistakes and then doing it better and it blah, is. blah, blah. So I think it's important to address it because there's, there mm-hmm. might be someone who's listening or watching this thinking they might have an idea, you know, but they don't want to pursue yeah, it. Yeah. The thing is with that, especially it always matters who you're working with. So I remember one day when we were about to go to a team meeting, picked me up from the train station. It was like, um. Like, what what else do you do? Because obviously, like, I know you've gone to uni and you support work, whatever. Um, but what, he's like, he's not saying, like, oh, it's not going to work, the flexing at the time. Mm-hmm. He knows it is, but he was, he was just saying, like, what else do you want to do? Mm. So it's not just about I need you when you're just providing me content. Like, he actually wants me to start a side hustle and start a, another form of income and... Because thing. let's not yeah. get it twisted. Yeah, money's important. It is. No, no, no. 100%. I swear to God, it's yeah. important. When you put in... It doesn't when stop you put me in... from getting my back, don't worry. <laughs> but still, like, yeah. uh, when it does stop you, mm-hmm. you know, because it does take up your life, you know, when, yeah. let's say you have a project which is taking up so much of your time that you're now debating whether to reduce your hours in your mm-hmm. main job. And these things add up, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the month, bills have to get paid. Yeah. And then it's, you start asking a question like, rah, how long till this thing actually starts? Yeah, no, no, bringing no. Bringing me something. I get it, but it's 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 just it's the same thing. Like, how do you know when anything's gonna happen? But you gotta put in the work, and you see the vision. Not everything's gonna happen overnight, and that's something I'm willing to do. And and because of the team I work with mm. and the type of people that they are, it's further than just them using me for the information I'm feeding to them. Mm. I know they want me to do well regardless. So for me, I'm happy with doing it and what's yeah. your uh, vision in life where do you want to where do you see yourself in these questions are deep aren't they 20 30 years <laughs> so when your hair starts turning gray from the roots right where do you see yourself close your eyes if you need to and it's just hard it. with things like that do you see do you see Ex- kids yeah definitely do you kids, see family husband yeah. same husband i want to be in love i want to be happy okay um nothing less than four kids hopefully um with the flex thing, I want it to by then be big, and I'm up there yeah. telling people what. To so do you really believe in this thing? Trust me, I think like, we have to be. Okay, let I, me ask you point blank. Mm-hmm. Look at like imagine looking at yourself in the mirror mm-hmm. now. Do you really think this is gonna work? And are you willing to do whatever it takes? Yes, oh, I swear to God, hundred percent point blank. That's literally yes. No doubt. No doubt. You're willing to do no what it doubt. takes. You know, it, there's so much to it that, and especially when he has the vision. Uh, we've all got the vision, but it, when he was explaining to me, you see it. It is going somewhere. Let, let me. Let and me. it's further than, um, we've got the, like how far we've come in a year yeah. during lockdown. It's mad. Let me ask you again. Deep. Think it deeply um, because you want me to say no, don't you? No, 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 absolutely not. The reason why I say this is because again, I ask everything for a mm-hmm. reason, right? I've done projects and I thought this thing is so sick. I am so passionate. Mm-hmm. 
and then a year, two years down the line, I'm not the same. I don't mm. have the same energy or same passion anymore. Mm. And then I'm just, I've just gone off it. Yeah, but, but now though, now I'm 25. I turned 25 yesterday. Now I'm 25. I'm thinking to myself, um, whatever I put my energy in, mm-hmm. I have to uh, analyze it and be like, is this worth it? And am I gonna stick to it for the next 10, 15, 20 years? But what took you? To get to that stage. A lot of mess, messing exactly. about. Like you a lot won't of messing know until you tried. Like I can sit here and think, what if it actually doesn't happen? And whatever. And you I know that fear? Like, I know, no, I understand what you mean. But it's a part of life. You win, you lose some. Like, I won't know till, till then. But right now, I know my heart is in it and I believe in it. So. And are you willing to sacrifice, if need be, to make this thing work? Yeah. If even though it's the, even though it's not your idea and it's oh someone no no else's. okay okay this is okay that's the one thing I need to explain even when I say oh your thing he's like he shouts at me he has a go at me stop saying you it's we're in this together he does right. not he doesn't see it as because as much as he plays a part I play a part and so does his girlfriend like there's a lot of us we play a massive part in he sounds it. like a very uh, uh, a type of guy to be honest he, yeah <laughs> why not he sounds like a type of person who's all about unity. Honestly, he always says it like it's flex, like call it a flex family. Okay. It's further than just what it is. Like, like mm. I said, like honestly, like even my brother, say for example, I am because my other one, Didi, he does videography, and they were just speaking about. Um, I was like, oh, he needed a cameraman. I'm like, oh, cool. I was like, well, my brother does it, so they were speaking, and he was just like, oh, your thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, stop saying you, bro. It's all of us. Bear in mind, <laughs> he's not worked with my brother yet. But right. Because he's still the creativity side and he's hoping to work with him one day. He's a part of it. Right. So he doesn't see it as, I'm at the top, I'm superior, I tell you what to do, I tell what you to do. Right. Especially, like, we're, f- us three have started it, more or less. Yeah. So, yeah, it's unity, basically. Do you have a... A uh, structure where, if things hit the fan, mm-hmm. oh, and mm-hmm. fingers start getting pointed at, it, right? Like I, I did this, and yeah. you didn't do this. How will you address that? Have you faced something like this yet? Because when you start in business with two or more people, mm-hmm. um, two of them are dating or together, you're on the outside. No matter how sweet things are, when mm-hmm. money's involved, and yeah. and feelings are involved things can get better very quickly. That's why I've, uh, That's why I had to... That's why you have to um, analyse certain situations. I know that's not going to be the case. Because it's just the same way as if you're friends with someone. You analyse certain things because you know the type of character you're getting yourself involved with or if you're dating someone. Same thing with this business thing. When it comes to... Uh, the, the way I respect them, they respect me. It's not a thing of we're, or we're in unity and... Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. Not, it's not. I've been doing but this. But this is what I'm asking: is what if? We have to wait till that happens. Then. Wait till that happens. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Again. Thing, you know, you can always think what if, but if yeah. I, if I'm always thinking what if, or I'm always thinking of the negatives. I'm not going to get anywhere yeah. in life at all. No, not true. Like how you said that you, the stage you're at now, when obviously you have to analyze things and before you do it, and you need to make sure blah blah blah. If you didn't make those mistakes previously. You wouldn't have got to the, yeah, true. To the person you yeah, are now. True. I'm asking in the sense when these are the thoughts that people will have. Mm-hmm. How will I get into? How will I 
get into business with such a person. Yeah, I think I when, think also depends. In business, you fight your family as well. Mm. Even if you get in business with your own family, you can have like yeah. breakdowns and relationship breakdowns and all that. And now you're getting business with, uh, in essence, stranger, even it's though you know them. Though. No, no, that's but the even is, though yeah. you know them for years and years and ten yeah. years and fifteen years, I have a friend, right? And he tells me he he has a business, mm-hmm. but he will never sell me anything because he knows I'm the worst customer <laughs> ever. No matter if my product is messed up, I am gonna rip the business down if oh. they don't resolve it. Right? If they don't resolve it, I've done this with numerous businesses um, and stuff like this. And he's like, you know, no matter. And I've known him for fifth, well, no, twelve years or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no matter. Um, how nice you are. I'm never selling you anything. Don't ever come to my shop. There's many shops that sell my thing. Just But he's had to assess your character to know that. <laughs> That's the thing. So it's, it's you, like these questions you're asking uh, me, they need to make, those exact questions you've sat here and asked me, they need to be asking themselves those type of questions as well. Mm. So I've, I've, I've not just been like, oh, let's give me an idea. I'm so excited. Da, da, da. You mm. have to sit and think and wonder who you're getting yourself involved with, if it's the right person and things like that. Yeah. So if anyone's out there thinking about a business or mm. working with someone, just list, write okay. down all the questions Hypo- you ask. Hypothet- <laughs> hypothetically, let's say, um, let's think ITV pick up the phone. They've seen your page. They like your page. Uh, they've, they've seen you grow four or five years now. It's mm-hmm. been, uh, they want to do a program and they want you on it. Right, okay. they want you on it, and they don't want you to do anything to do with the Instagram page anymore. They want you strictly for themselves. No, no. that's you know what I mean. That has become. But they're gonna give you the bag. This is TV Yo, money. I I'm know, talking. but do you know what it is? It's more than just the bag when it comes to this. Like it's honestly more than just the bag. They want you to do exactly I'm, what you did there, no, but just for them. I don't think you. Oh, I, I with me, like if I'm in something, I don't have time to be doing something just to get an outcome. I'm in it because also like I enjoy it and I've dedicated myself to it. And like I said, these people I work with are my people now. Okay, as well. so they say so, they say to you, right? Um, we like you. We'll bring you and your whole crew, and you can run the show and whatever. But uh, we want to have you know some sort of creative. Control. Do you know why it is? Because as soon as it goes to these that level, people, yeah. the creative the creativity changes. Completely changes. Yeah. Like if you think of Hood Documentary, remember, remember <laughs> when it was yeah, first yeah, on YouTube, how funny it was. Yes. As soon as you went on BBC, it was still uh, good. It was different. Like, and you know the main reason he likes doing it with people like me, he wants people that are creative and also have knowledge on it. Do you know a lot of these people that work for these big complex or these brands and the people that are typing it up, they don't know about the culture in depth mm. and the music and the fashion and the background from it and the creativity and the artwork, they don't, the heart is not in it. No. It's just look on online, get it someone outside. Like, yeah. So he True. wants people that he knows that his heart's in it and they understand the vision and mm. the depth of it. Because I'm sure I know a lot more than some of these journalists that can put the words together and they might be a lot better at constructing it and putting it into a time, whatever, into a sheet and a piece mm. of paper. But when it comes to me or him or someone else doing it, we actually, our, our hearts into it. You're it's outside. A <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a passion, yeah. Yeah, you live and breathe it. Mm-hmm. That's a very interesting thing, you know, I never knew that you were into all this yeah. uh, journalism thing. What did I say to you? My Instagram, you won't know yeah. anything about me. No, that's very, but, very interesting. But even then, I didn't think I was capable of doing that. Mm. Like, we, he, he saw it, he, he saw the vision in me, and he was like, oh, I want you to jump on the journalist thing, and I'm like, 
generally, some are generous. I don't even come good up typing up words. Because <laughs> there's like, people who go to the uni, do mm-hmm. this thing, you know, proper. They study yeah. the game when yeah. it comes to journalism. So it's so it's a form of journalism. Okay, I would okay. never sit there and say I'm a journalist. Something just coming to my mind that I need to mention right now before it leaves. A girl has gone to uni, mm-hmm. done journalism. She looks at you. You're now doing really well. Mm-hmm. She turns around and uh, and thinks to herself, pretty privilege. That's why she gets views. That's why she gets likes. But it's not because they don't see my face on the Instagram. Right. That's the, that's a different thing. Ah. But I know where pretty privilege stems from. So I know yeah. what you mean with it's that. A lo- it's a, it's a real thing. Nobody thing. can lie. Pretty privilege is a thing. It's, it's a thing, you know. <laughs> I've experienced this. I'm not even... Okay, tell, even me, t- tell me your experience. Go on. It's not even like me... Okay, when I say this, it's not me gassing. Getting into the clubs... That's yeah. one thing. It's not even me gassing it. By the way, like, I'm not saying this to... or Because I, I never think I'm better than anyone. Mm. But I'm confident and I believe in myself. Me, you can sit there and say I look like the back of your foot. But I still <laughs> think I'm pretty. So it is what it is. But yeah, no, it's things like getting into the clubs. Yeah. Getting to VIP sections. Yeah. Um, or getting away with certain things. Oh, that is mad. I've, I, you know, because a club... You know Clubhouse, yeah? Yeah. That's an example I've seen. Like, um, I was on, was on a group, whatever, and this girl was like giving attitude, and it was all right for them to give give her attitude back because she was being rude, and they didn't really think she was that pretty or whatever, so they just like kicked her out of the group. <coughs> Five minutes later, another girl comes on, still the same no. people in the chat. She's giving them the same attitude in chat. But they kept her. They didn't do nothing. And I thought, you know what? I feel sick. I just thought, it's, a certified it's thing. so, P- it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's embarrassing. Like, how are you, how are certain people getting away with certain things just because they're pretty, just because of looks that can go like that? Um. What do you think of pretty privilege? <laughs> I'm not pretty, so I can't comment. That's why I get so much hate. But like, one day I'm privilege. a saint on Instagram. And one day I'm a villain. Mm. So I have like, uh, you know, made you think. Yeah. I have like comments on his uh, his page or comments on other pages that get two, three thousand likes. But then I have comments on uh, something else and then people are like, you must be duh, duh, duh. But mm. I've noticed the change. And I say this because um, I have a picture, right, with me with the Jamaica hat on and I'm looking nice in that picture. Mm-hmm. When I have that picture up on my Twitter or anything, mm-hmm. people are like talking to me thinking, this guy is good looking. <laughs> or, you know, they treat you differently the, by your profile picture. Do. Yeah, definitely. 110 million percent. Same way it goes with girls as well. It's more with girls. Yeah. Coming on to that, right? What do you have to say about um, all this non-surgical work that's going around? And then uh, females are now obviously making a living off it, and mm-hmm. they don't um, they don't address it because I had this chat with another guy, uh, with another person mm-hmm. just a few days ago, um, and this is my thing: is if you have had anything changed aesthetically, mm-hmm. you should address it on your page. Yeah, or if someone, I, I wouldn't say, oh, they get a nose job, they have to put it there. I think... Uh, let me let me cl- clarify a bit more. If you are selling lingerie, uh, or, or if you're promoting lingerie, mm-hmm. or if you're promoting fitness, uh-huh. and you have had work done, you should address yeah, it, because definitely. you are selling that, you know, that thing that's related to that body part. Yeah, because there's, there's girls... Unrealistic, thank cause, you. Because there's girls out there, get my fitness plan. Yeah. Da, 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 da. If you follow these 
different steps, you can look like me. No, you went to Turkey and got your waist trimmed down. That's <laughs> why you look better. <laughs> like, there's, there's, honestly, there is, and do you know the very sad thing about things like that is um, it makes it harder for people out there that are trying to work. Yeah. So an example I can give with the whole fitness and people starting out their own like fitness plans and what they should eat and they're just like regular influencers and they're just doing it just to get money mm. because they've lost weight and they, they just make it so complex and they sell it for 80 pounds yeah. whereas there's someone like my sister who does personal trainer yes. she's gone and learned and she's grinding and trying to get to where she wants but it's harder for her because then there's these influencers are ripping people ripping off. Ripping people off. And, then, and they're getting a lot more attention. Mm-hmm. And then they might also get hate. So then people are like, you know what? I'm not even going to get a PT anymore. Mm. I'm just going to go on YouTube. Okay. So yeah. there's people out there actually working for it. And there's just some people that sell. Exact uh, sentence actually I said mm-hmm. uh, in my other episode uh, when I was talking to the personal trainer that it's like cheating in a test mm-hmm. in essence. If you've done it, I have absolutely no problem with it. And the thing is, I'm actually like um, happy that you had the courage to go and do it. Mm-hmm. And it to me, you'd be a bigger person if you addressed it. Yeah, you have to own it. No, yeah, you it's have like to be. The day, I said in the other podcast and uh, other episode, and I'm saying again, the day Kylie Jenner's surgeon comes out, the whole world you said it i think i put her on my story and you replied back something about her i think i've commented on her on her instagram i think at least 15 times saying please at your surgeon just at him for the sake of the world yeah her surgery is actually top tier just at him because just just get it out the way just get it out the way but you know what it is it's further than surgery like i was in a clubhouse and this guy was they were just exchanging like all celebrities that they've been with and then this guy was like you know a lot of these instagram celebrities that look like this dick and you meet them, their body's different. It's either wow. rock solid. <laughs> wow. Some of them is like, it's hard or it just doesn't look. Because there's face tune, there's the yeah. whole smoothening thing. And, you know, I think w- the main thing that upsets me about that is for younger kids. Mm. So like my niece or someone, they, they have it a lot harder. Because when we were younger, we had it hard, but not compared to the expectations. They yeah. think Because even me mentally, sometimes I think those things, I have to snap out of them thinking half of them are not even real and even if they do like you have to be comfortable in your own body not have you ever thought of to, um, having any work done no you look left and right because uh, at one point I wanted to get fillers underneath my eyes because I had dark eye bags but then I, that's the thing I had to snap out of it and be like it's, it's not what made you think that because my, I don't like my I don't no no like, like my what made you think that you know I don't like it so this is the way out this is like a solution. Oh, promotion. People promote it everywhere. Or really? like influencers that you might follow. Um, and they'll be like, like one of them, she talks about everything that she's done. Like she just not had surgery, but she's had like um, X, Y, and Z, injections, whatever. Yeah. whatever. And she'll be like, someone's like, oh, your makeup's da, 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 your under eye. And she's like, I've had fillers underneath my eye because mm. they're darker. So when they had the fillers, it's not as dark and it's less puffy. So then your mm. makeup turns out more fine. But then you think these things and I have to think like, it's not even that bad. You're mm. you're ready to get injected by a needle that could give you an allergic reaction. But you're or not anything. willing to take a COVID vaccine. <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> I feel triggered. You can. You can. But no, yeah. it's true. And that's how it. Sometimes there's some people that can take one injection or get the lip filler just a little bit and they're fine. But that's just how it starts. I don't. If I don't like. I really like the people who mm-hmm. who who are honest about it. No, I mean for I me, love them. it's more of. 
he starts off like that, and then I'm gonna, I might be like, oh, I need this done. Oh, let me get Botox. Apparently oh, it's addictive, me, isn't it? Yeah, because you want everything to be perfected. And sometimes it's just not that deep. Like, and honestly, yeah, I'm not giving hate to people that are out there and do it. Some people honestly just feel really bad in their body. And if it does help them feel better, then yeah. Like some people, it, if it generally makes that person feel happy, then there's nothing wrong with that. As 100%. long as they've sat down, yeah. what I think people need to do is... Not sell a lie. Yeah, and assess the situation. Because there's a lot of these people that might have had the boobs done, but they've sat and thought about it for two years before doing it. Mm. But then there's just other people that see that person had a boob job and they want it like that. So they just go to anyone and then the side effects and then it's this and this and this happens. Confident. It's like you've had something done, but are you really truly confident because Mm. you're not addressing it? Mm -hmm. Like you're not proud of it? Yeah, but it it does boost people's confidence. Like me... When I get the brand deal that I want, I'm fixing my teeth straight away. Yeah, I've got. I've checked in for Invisalign. I've I'm getting my Invisalign. I'm getting that whatever bonding, and even when I'm crying, I'm smiling. After that, yeah, yeah. I'm. Pr- I'm like, I'm. I'm really planning it, da, 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 mm-hmm. but I can say it. You know, I can say that that's just something that I'm yeah. not happy about. But, I want to get but it done. I, I think getting your teeth done and yeah, I know getting your ribs taken out and. Fat yeah. yeah, girls when they get the ribs yeah. taken, so it's way smaller and things like that. So I think there's levels to it because I would definitely I'm getting Invisalign, getting my teeth done. But yeah. I think it like as well, it also comes from your upbringing. Mm. So with me, my brothers, my mum, my sisters have always taught me like you have to be confident with what you get in or whatever. And they probably laugh at me if I tell them to get surgery anyway. <laughs> so they've just always taught me to be confident. So for me. I've had it a lot easier. Whereas some people are there and they might have actually have parents and yeah. siblings that are putting them down and telling them you look like this and you look like that. Yeah. So I guess it's easier. Another thing that I've got a, a, like something to ask you is makeup. Okay. What about makeup? A lot of guys and, and, and girls might hate me for it, but it's true. Guys do think, you know, how does she look behind makeup? No, that's that's a big thing. That's why I don't wear makeup all the time. If you want to FaceTime me, I'm not putting makeup on. <laughs> it, no, it is. So it's it is it's just, it is scary though. It very it is very scary because there's girls out there as soon as they take off makeup, it's a bit mad. But then oh, it's just hard. It, it, I think when it comes to that, it's a sensitive. I wouldn't say sensitive topic, but there's some girls that just generally have skin problems, like acne, and they've got loads of dark marks, and sure. they, ca- they can't help it, and they know, if they didn't have the dark marks, they'd probably be just a lot more peeling, and it's just the scars, whereas they think like, oh, if I take my makeup off, it's going to think I'm ugly, it's, mm. just, it's just their confidence, their self-esteem, whereas with me, because I know, I, I look pretty without makeup anyway, so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just more of... Yeah. I think it is always best to show someone how you look without it because there's a lot of guys out there that are completely fine with it. There's honestly a lot of guys out there that are completely fine with it because they can just see like it's just scars. You're not you're not ugly. Something that's gonna heal. Um, how do you tell yourself when you look in the mirror that don't look at this whatever mark and think oh I need makeup? How do you get past that? I've not been this confident first. I've not always been confident, trust me. Especially living in Bolton. Mm. <laughs> Bolton. Not a lot of these guys out here like, these, like black girls. So before, back then, like my confidence, just a lot of guys never used to be really be interested in me. And used to think, oh, is it because I don't look like this and that? And I think it was when I was like 
seven, it was 17, 18, not 18, yeah. I remember I was speaking to a guy and things ended and I was just thinking like, I was so insecure and I was thinking, why am I? I looked at myself and I was just like, nothing here is going to change. Like you're 18, you're not about to go get a nose job or, no, I wasn't pointing at my nose, but that's just like an example. Like yeah. you're not, your forehead ain't getting any smaller, so whatever. So like, it's not changing, so embrace it. And at the end of the day, that's how God has created you. So, mm. so with me, it did take some time. What I used to have to do, I used to wake, when I used to wake up, if I'm looking in the mirror and I'm about to think like, oh God, like, I don't like how you look. I just tell myself every day, like, you're beautiful. Your personality is amazing, whatever. And I have to tell myself. And sometimes I'll tell myself, but I'm not believing it. Like, I'm saying to you, you're beautiful. And so I'm you, in my head. You, you talk to yourself in the mirror? Have to. Really? Not now, but back then. Back then? Because I, I remember watching a YouTube video and the girl was talking about how um, she, was, she wasn't confident at all. And we, when it comes to females, your confidence is key. Like, if you're insecure it's hard out here honestly like mm. you don't want to be on camera you're covering your face and i just i would just i remember i just said tell myself just to say, say say for example if you're if someone keeps telling you you're stupid you're stupid you have to tell yourself i'm not stupid and if you keep telling yourself that the same way yeah if someone tells you every single day you're dumb even though you're not you're <laughs> yeah. going to believe it yes you could be albert einstein but if yes. someone tells you you're dumb you will believe it it's mentally mentally so head. i had to tell myself a day like you're beautiful and it's more than obviously just look like my personality and things like that and i got com- i was always confident my confidence built and that's how i'm here today <laughs> that's but, that's interesting to hear that you used to talk to yourself mm-hmm. uh, in it, front of the mirror i'm sure there are many girls out there who feel the same way now who might be like well, what do i do there's no and trust now me, i um, recommend it massively and it could be with anything even if it's just like um feeling sad just words of affirmation that's literally what it is words yeah. of affirmation saying that i am going to be happy i will be happy i am going to get up i am going to do this i am going to be successful in life it's the exact same thing but you have to be careful with it as well yeah because like i said because the way i've been brought up my mom's taught me to never think i'm better than anybody else because of my looks yeah. or whatever so i've always been humble about it like i'm confident but i would never think i'm better than anyone or mm. someone's less than me because of looks or whatever so i still my confidence is within myself but i don't look down on people because of it you know funny you say that and and the reason why i kind of picked up on the mirror thing is because when i was young mm-hmm. I, I, I was born in bangladesh in uh, dhaka in the capital city mm-hmm. and uh, I went to an English kind of school there, uh, but my English wasn't great. And I knew I came, I came to the UK, you know, just, uh, just as a visitor for a bit and then went back. And then my mom and dad were like, you know, we're going to move to the UK. Mm-hmm. So you know what I did? I used to read Harry Potter books to the mirror, in front of the mirror. Really? And that's how I learned English. And when I came here, people were like, right. Like, so what was the difference? What made it different to reading it and just read it in the mirror? Harry. <laughs> like, read it. <laughs> And then, <laughs> I don't know Harry after which is like watching the movie and go Harry <laughs> it's true not many people know this but it's true I used to read Harry Potter books in front of the mirror when I was that's young that's mad but it's yeah. worked hasn't it like there's a lot my of English is worse now because of all the people I'm around but um, when I first came here I was like I need to have good English. I like I do not want them to bully mm. me for my in, in, in like they'll class me as a uh, Asian and blah 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 and mm-hmm. make, mo- mock me for my English. But so yeah. But that's the thing that just things like that just kind of show like 
a lot of people out there don't think the same as I do or you do so in a way of not looking down on someone because of their language or thinking someone's any less equivalent because they don't fit a so uh, certain particular social criteria or whatever. Or, yeah. yeah, they don't look how everybody else wants to look. Like, listen, what the same way you feel, that person feels as well. The mm. same way you bleed, they bleed. So, end of the day, if you strip back all these looks and, and you get rid of it, who are you? Yeah, and plus looks only go so far. I'm gonna be 16, wrinkled one day. Yeah, <laughs> those looks ain't gonna be getting me anywhere. Yeah. Someone told me the other day, uh, I uploaded a Snapchat, and then someone told me that they oh unlucky. They said, "Haha, unlucky." I said, "Unlucky for what?" I said, "Oh, uh, you're receding." Insecurities. He's like hairline's probably receding as well. He's insecure, so he's projecting. He's it wasn't a male. Of her. So well, she's so, insecure. Something. I could have said a lot of things, but you know, at that point, I said to I said to myself that does this statement affect my bank balance yeah <laughs> you have to yeah because it doesn't and then you'd be the exact and same i was like straight away i was like I, I told the person i was like it doesn't affect me mm -hmm. uh what others think what affects me is my bank balance like as yeah. as mad as it sounds as non-humble as it sounds mm -hmm. it is what it is and my hairline receding it can recede all the way baby <laughs> i don't care long as I'm making a good living. I'm happy. I'm doing things that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Turkey can fix that. <laughs> That's true. But, no, but I think stuff like that, it's insecurities. And if you responded and said something about how she looks or whatever, I'd just be saying. Just as bad as she is. Obviously, it's different because obviously she said it, but you're just as bad as she is. But it, they are, there's something in their life they are not happy about. So they decide to project it on someone else. It doesn't have to be about how they look. It could be just unhappy or maybe it was a joke i know the person personally so i think it was but still a joke. do you know do you know you have i think to it be, was a joke you have to be very Probably careful was. with those things though yeah. when i was in uni um some of my friends that i had there was used because when i went to uni i was skinny like but i went to uni i mean you got your student finance you eat well you know? <laughs> <laughs> you're just snacking and da, 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 da. you're not as you're not especially in preston because it's small you everywhere's a walking distance so yeah. it's not like bone where you when you're younger you walk to town and you yeah, walk yeah, yeah. here so i wasn't as active so i put on weight nothing bad but i put it on i just wasn't as skinny as i was still looked fine but they just make some comments oh you've oh you put on weight oh you Who should go that? to the gym people that are my friends right okay and at the male and female mainly male i mean sorry mainly female okay and at the start i was just like oh yeah yeah the thing is i've always acknowledged it so i know i've put on weight and i've said it oh I need to work out because I don't want it to get out of hand or whatever. Or I'm, I want to stay healthy. So I acknowledge it, but it just got to a point where sometimes I would make certain comments. And like once I walked into the library and the girl was like, oh, you've gone fat, you know. And I thought, you're sick. I didn't respond. I just got my laptop. I turned around and I walked out because who are you to speak to me like that? And you know, the funny thing is it got to a point where like I said, obviously I'm confident, but I was a bit insecure about it. And I was like, oh, I need to diet. Oh, I need to go to the gym because of it. Um, and I look back and look at, I'm bigger now compared to that size. Okay. And I'm thinking, wow, you were so skinny. And it's upsetting that you really thought you needed to lose weight. You wish you looked like that now. <laughs> so, like, so, and and when I'd pick up from certain things, it was always up and down. So it'd be like, oh, I wish I had a waist like you or... I wish I had your body like you, but then another time, so you've put on weight. Oh, you need to go to the gym, you or da, 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 Are you happy like, with your body weight, or would you like to get more healthy, fit, or X Y Z, whatever? I'm a, now it's more of 
So before it was doing it for doing it for myself, but then because of those comments, it started. I was a lot more conscious about certain things that I, sh- I didn't need to be about. So it kind of swerved from me doing it for myself. It started to become what they think, or I'm doing it because mm. people think I'm fat when I wasn't fat. Whereas now, if I'm doing it, it's just I want to be healthy because I know maybe I've not been eating the best way I should be eating. I'm overly snacking and blah blah blah. How has that played out? Because your sister is so. Um athletic and she's so into yeah. fitness and then even her she was big after having her daughter she was big yeah but i'm saying like now for example mm-hmm. or or even I, I, she's been in fitness for a while now because yeah, 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 she comes to the same gym as me yeah and um you've um you know had a bit of weight gain mm-hmm. so how is, has has she come on to you like let me train you let me help you Do you know with that or you have you discussed this with it's, her it's a way of I think it's the way it's a way of communication depends the way the person comes across because I've got friends that have said it and they're like oh you put on a bit of weight but it's not in a way to honestly the way they say it, it's never in a way to put me down or anything my sister might say it but she'll never say in a way like oh you've gone fat you know family can do it they're yeah. like you've gone fat they'll be like no she's like oh because you know I'm or I'm, she might see me work out she's like oh are you trying to lose weight I can help you with that or this, this, do this workout, do this workout, you should eat this, you should eat that. So there's a way of getting the message across without saying, without like hurting someone. Mm. But like I said, when I look back and I see how I was not big whatsoever. Mm. Put on weight, but I was still skinny. You know me, I'm I'm totally opposite. I need, I, I have a sense of this, I don't know why, something's wrong with me mm-hmm. that I think. But I need to be almost bullied. Oh, that's not enough. It depends. Psychologically, I don't know really? why. Something must be uh, wrong with my wiring. But I need someone to tell me, look at you. You're fat. Look at you. Oh, no. You're disgusting. Get get a handle of your life. Sort, sort it out. What are you doing? Look but at why yourself. Though? I don't know why. I can't. Can you not? Do you not have the motivation to I can't. Yourself? I can't have people be nice and be like, come on. No, but that's not with all aspects. Or, or be like a bit pushy. I need, I don't know why I'm a psycho like that. Or I need to be like. If I'm overweight and I'm actually unhealthy, then yeah, tell me, yo, come on, like, yo, you've gone fat and you need to think about more I don't know. Health. I do have motivation, but mm-hmm. you know, okay, fitness, the thing with fitness is it's all about discipline. Mm-hmm. How disciplined mm-hmm. you are and for how long. Yeah. You can't be a three week thing and lose some weight and then, Consistent. you know, you're done. This is job TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's a lifestyle, isn't it? For me, I need to, I need someone on my case uh, all the time. Maybe one day I'll, I'll have enough money to pay someone. Like, okay, I'll give you a quick example. Me and my friend, mm-hmm. we do a challenge on our Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. You do a competition and uh, whoever gets to uh, 700 points, mm-hmm. so it's 100 points each day, right? right? Uh, whoever gets to 700 points first wins the challenge. Right. Winner... Uh, gets fed by the loser. Loser <laughs> buys food, right? Yeah. My friend won the first two weeks and he was giving it to me. Not as much as like as the competition went on, but slowly he started giving it to me. Uh-huh. And I started killing it. At that point, I because the first two weeks I lost, I, was, yeah. I said to myself, what is this? A 10 or 15 quid I'll spend on him. F it. Yeah. I've got things to do. Let me get on with this. I did my workouts anyways, mm-hmm. but he was beating me consistently. And then when he started beating me and he was on my case, then I was like, nah, am I a mug or what? I need to get my act together. Like, legitly, he's beating me every week. Forget the money. 
I'm being mocked here. That's, like, that's and I want to. Of, that's just probably just your pride or competitive side coming out. Yeah, I just I I need something that's on my case. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's probably unhealthy. I have an unhealthy thing with obsession. I need to be obsessed, or else I can't I can't do it. I, like fitness, I need to be obsessed. So when he was doing it, if midnight hits, mm-hmm. you have. 24 hours, right? Midnight to midnight to make 100 points. I went out running at 3 o'clock in the morning, make sure he don't, lo- he don't win. He woke up 6 a.m. He, <laughs> he wakes up 6 a.m. to go do his exercise. Wow. I woke up at 3. I didn't go sleep. What is your... I didn't go sleep. He woke up at 6 a.m. He said to That's himself, I want a That's your pride talking. That's 3 a.m. I was outside. I said... I am going to win this thing by any means necessary. And I said to him, even if it meant staying like 12.01, one minute past midnight, I need to run. I'm running to make sure you don't. And, and now <laughs> we've stopped the competition. I've called it off. I said, listen, I need time off because I'm so busy with life and all this. <laughs> I was outside at 3 a.m. I was outside. That is mad. People who know me, my work pattern, I did a... One time I did an 18 hour shift. Yeah, 18 hour work shift. After, after your 3 a.m. jog? No, and then I went and did the 3 a.m. jog. Nah, that's tiring. To be honest, I did something crazy. Like that I was knackered. Crazy. Oh. Talk that, me, go on. Yeah, that's your, I think that's just your competitive or prideful side. Psycho. I think it's mentally, I'm not wired right. Oh. My, my, my dad used to make me stand against the wall and do a half squat. <laughs> yeah you know and just <laughs> yeah just crazy things my mum's um dad used to be in the army mm-hmm. so i don't know it's maybe genetically you know what? It might be that. honestly it genetically might be that. people who are in the army genetically they're like a bit you know yeah they no, have to be like 100 at all times it might be that a lot of things just stem from when you were younger probably so probably i don't know why that's what i would say it's come from I wish I was like a normal person where they're like, come on, let's go to the gym or come on, you know, work out. I can't. Like, what? You need to you need to physically tell me, like, go and look at yourself in the mirror, you ugly piece of shit. And well, then I'd be know, like, you know, rah. Do you know what it is? I have that in my head. So I, okay, I, I like feedback. Someone needs to put me in my place, put me in my place. But I don't like being put in my place. So I'd rather know. What the problem? I like I do a lot of self assessment. So if say for example, like obviously now being a lot bigger, I'm just thinking I'm not that big, but I'm like okay, it's more of if you keep being like this, you're gonna become very unhealthy. Mm. That's not good. So pattern up now. Yeah. Or if um I'm doing something wrong, as like I assess myself a lot and I have to be straightforward with myself. Yeah. So I know what I need to do. Whereas I don't want someone coming to me and being like. Oh, you're a, you're a this, you're I can't that. show you, but it's because it's my phone. I have taken a picture of uh, me at my ugliest mm-hmm. or my lowest or my heaviest, topless, and I've put that as my wallpaper on my phone. So I constantly look at it the moment I go on my phone. That's fine, though. It's a sense of and everybody sees it. If they see my phone, they're like, ooh, ooh, yo, what's this, what's this nude picture? Why you got nudes as your wallpaper? <laughs> your own nude. I was like... <laughs> My friend, nah. my friend saw it's like, what? Yeah, I get it. it would be a bit <laughs> but I was like, this is, this is the level of uh, craziness I need to be in to mm. be motivated. Well, as well, that's not good. Like, it's, I get maybe the picture thing or some things like you need to be told, but the harshness of it. Yeah. There's some, things, the thing is, there's some things you do have to be harsh with because there's some people that just won't listen. Whereas there's some things that you don't need to be harsh with. Don't always beat yourself up about sex yeah. stuff. 
I was training two colleagues when before lockdown uh, in in my workplace's gym, mm -hmm. and I was I kind of gave them a little bit of this craziness of mine, and uh, they like they were so thankful. They were like, "Listen, it works." What was your craziness you were giving them? It depends what kind um, of crazy you're like, giving. Okay, so I wear a bin bag mm -hmm. sometimes before running, so I made them. These are like. Uh, middle-aged women yeah. they're not young like me you know but they're not old as well but uh yeah so mm -hmm. i made them wear a bin bag and i go listen you're running on the treadmill i don't give a fuck what the fuck you're saying this is not work i don't give a fuck that's, if you're my colleague but with that it's good and they that's, were doing no, it like good. they were doing it and uh like i was physically pushing them i was like run no you need run that. like run stop it yeah. stop this BSing with me run you're not getting out Especially of this thing and do it, uh, you're not about to pass out then it's fine like yeah and then uh, they were laughing and this that and i was swearing at them i was like listen i'm not your colleague in here this is this is this is my arena you're not messing mm -hmm. with me da 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 and your they were arena? this way <laughs> this, they started seeing changes and then and then like now mm -hmm. they're like listen I, uh, they they were saying oh i wish uh, the gyms were open blah 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 and then i was thinking to myself like that type of craziness isn't for everyone it's not like i've not was it everyone. i was we're working out at home i've been doing insanity the guy's nice but he's more if he's like you can do it you need to push yourself whereas if i'm just watching some normal girl work out yeah I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm tired i can't be bothered but because yeah. he's there telling you even though it's not real time yeah it helps and it works out but i think it just depends where you're projecting the craziness what i mean <laughs> about the weight thing with my friends and i look back like i wasn't skinny if, if i said told you showed you a picture you'd be like what they're just they were just projecting yeah like but you know um, i've noticed one thing self-bullying is a real thing mm -hmm. like people bullying themselves is a yeah. real thing. Think about it. These guys were looking on Instagram, girls were looking on Instagram uh, or social media and they're thinking, I need to look like this. Mm -hmm. That is a form of self-bullying because you are now training, eating, whatever, to be like such a person. Even if it's not healthy as Even well. Even if it's not healthy for you. Like I... I did fasting, like intermittent fasting and things like that, or training like an athlete, even though I'm not an athlete and mm -hmm. I cannot train like an athlete, but it started playing in my head just yeah. constantly. But I don't know. It's my craziness anyways. I'm just a lunatic. I won't say I got that far. I'd, I'd probably try and then I'll be like, do you know what? F this. I want a burger. <laughs> so, I, think I think it's that, knowing I think the that all the time. I think, I think that all the time. Talk to me a bit about your background. Where are you originally from? Your well, parents or I was born in Burundi, but I'm from Rwanda, okay. East Africa. So why do you say you were born there, but you're from somewhere else? Because they're basically next to each other. But I was born in Burundi, but I wouldn't. If someone asked me where I'm from, I would say Rwanda. To be honest, that's uh, just giving a bit more depth. But I'm from Rwanda. Correct me if I'm wrong. That is in East Africa. East Africa. East Africa. Central, but Central, okay. but East Africa. Um, what makes you unique coming from Rwanda? These questions, I don't know. <laughs> What do I say to that? I don't know. What you makes tell me unique? Yeah. Do you have a bit... How long have you lived here? Since I was two. But I know how to speak my language, though. Because of your family? Yeah, because my mum speaks to me, innit? Um, okay, so you're technically... You're British. But when... Yeah. But I, you I, have... I would, I would say, in terms of the being unique with that, one thing I'm very grateful for is... Even though I've come here when I was two, mm. and I've been here for so many years, what, coming nearly 21 years? Mm -hmm. Um... I know my language and I know about my culture. We still eat our culture. So, so I'm still in tune with my background. Where does your loyalty lie? Here or Rwanda? Which, what, what do you mean? 
So if like if I, I would I, could, I wouldn't be back. Hits the fan. Who are you backing? UK or Rwanda? Rwanda. Even though you've spent twenty one years in this de- country, it, yeah, it depends on the situation. Like I don't shit hits the fan, but but I always okay, even even without that loyalty, mm-hmm. where who's in your heart? Rwanda's always home. But, you, but then you but only the spent two years. It's hard because it's 50-50. Like, and I you've spent, seen Bolton train station for 21 years of your <laughs> no, life. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like, it's techy because if those things like, that is my home. That is my coach. I am the person I am because of that. And even the woman and the girl have come to, come, come to be is because of uh, mainly a lot of my background. But also, I've come to this country and I've loved the coach. I've embraced it. But you haven't lived there. No, but I know a lot about it. That's the thing. But then how are you part of their culture when there's someone there who's living there already? You know what I mean? Like who's Same way, I'm, I'm lived here, but They I'm can't not come here now and say, I'm British. I, I like, I'm British culture. I would never say I'm British, though, because I'm not. Right. I would never say I'm British. Okay. But a massive part of me is still... Like I, like I said, I've been here since I was two, so a massive part of me is still the UK. Mm. Like, like, sometimes when... Like you'll be sometimes when they do, you know, when they do threads of like the old back, yeah, 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 and you can relate and just the culture and just loads of things you can relate to. And it's just like, you know what, as much as sometimes we can complain about England, <laughs> like you love it. The Have me- you been uh, um, Rwanda? Uh, I've few not been times? in a long time, I've been twice. I was supposed to go last year. My You've mom's been two there, my times there. in 21 years, yeah, because us, I'm the youngest of six, I was a single mom. So imagine when we were flying back home for si- staying there for six weeks. Yeah. She's paying for all six of us. Oof. Yeah. So it was one of those. Now we're all older. We can go our own stuff. We'll pay think to go. You have yeah. family there. Yeah, my mum's my mum's there right now. We flew okay. out. Um. But yeah, my grandma's there. All of her brothers and sisters there. My dad's back there. So yeah, like everyone's there. Would you move back there? No. But then how can that be home? Oh, it's it's a pa- okay. I wouldn't. It's it's home. Because that's my culture, and I still know a lot about it. It's as a, it's the, it's played a massive part of the person I am today. Mm. So I wouldn't be able to choose what's exactly home, home, because the UK is still my home. Because like when people ask me, I'm British, mate. <laughs> I don't Accent care what <laughs> you say, pal. I'm British. Because mm. if someone asks me, do you want to go live in Bangladesh? No, sir. No, I don't. Mm, I wouldn't move. I, I wouldn't mind. The thing is, Northern Rail gives me as much headache as it is. Yeah. But, but Bengali Rail is gonna <laughs> kill me. So I wouldn't, it wouldn't be I'm bad moving here. back home. But like I said as well, this is still my home as well. But mm. it's it's played a part in the person I'm today. So I'm not gonna disregard it. I am not going to disregard it at all. So I'm not gonna come and be like. I forget about it. That's me. That is my blood. That is my bloodline. That is my background. Now, now um, speed up five, six, seven, ten years. You have a child who is... They will speak my language. Right. Know. My sister-in-law, she's British from here. Right. Loves the culture. She knows words. Like, she wants to come back home. Like, mm. we involve her in it. Same things with my nieces and nephews. My mom yeah. speaks to them in our language. They might not have to speak it, but they understand. But there is going to be a separation. Your yeah. child, if, if your child is mm. born here... Instant separation it's, straight away. It is sad. It is sad because I, I was speaking about that. Like when I think about it, as the l- lines as it goes down, it's not gonna. So be. would you take your uh, child to Rwanda and maybe keep them there for a few years? No, I wouldn't say a few years. I would definitely go back yearly on holiday and things right. like that. Six weeks, 
So the you know what it's it's always good to know your background. If you think about Americans, African Americans, like they, they someone someone said, a lot oh, of them don't have clues. It's, it's and it's sad because yeah. imagine like someone saying to you, "Where are you from?" Oh, America, but you're black. So it's like, oh, where background wise? You have to go on ancestry dot com to know. Hmm. It's sad. Like imagine not knowing. Do you know but things then like why? No, no, hold up. Why? Why can't they just say I'm from America? Why do they have to say just because I'm black I must be from Africa? No, no, no. It's more of um, knowing like your grandma and granddad and this and that and that. And I guess it's not as it's bad there because they've been there for so long, so it's, mm. it's become a norm. Whereas I've come here now, I was born there. I've got the opportunity to know about where I'm from and know my culture and lo- and embrace it and love it and come and educate like the UK right now. Yeah. Mm. As much as it is England, and we are in England, it's British, a lot of everything that we see comes from Asia, mm. Africa, the yeah, culture, the food. Yeah, of and course. And I love it. Yeah, <laughs> like, of course. So it's just bringing that part of you. If I've got knowledge of it and I've got access to it, why am I not allowed to educate other people about it, especially my kids? Mm. So your kids are going to be knee-deep into the Rwanda culture? I hope so. But, well, I, I, but I would want also to. want the same thing so, from um, where the, wherever my husband's from. So wherever they... My younger brother, mm-hmm. he's 13 years old now. He was born in Bangladesh. He does not speak Bengali. But has he been back? Yes. Uh, he, well, he was born there and he came here when he was, I think, a year old or two years old. Mm-hmm. He understands it, but he can't speak it. Oh, but... There's a separation there straight away. I think with with... Like with Rwanda here, we have um like parties and they have like events Randy like every year. Last year's the only time I've not had it, but every year the day before New Year's we always have like a Randy's party. So we have a community. There's the churches, if there's a wedding, everyone knows each other. So even though I'm here, mm. my home like from back there is still here. And you can relate to those people a lot. They understand and you're meeting cousins and they're telling your aunties like this, like, Yeah, my auntie's like that too. Or my mom's like <laughs> It's just things that you can relate. And yeah. even though um, England is my home and I'm, I've lived here and whatever, there's certain things there's people here that won't be able to understand that someone from my country will. So you're, pr- you're like very um, well-cultured almost, like yeah. back home and everything. Yeah, and that's, even all, though and that's because of my mum. most of your years here. Yeah, that's because of my mum. And I think that as well, having a big family. Have you always, you've not always lived in Bolton? When we moved here, we was in London, but that was like, what, six months? And then, and then you've lived here in Bolton? Yeah, we've been in my house, same house for 18 years. Yeah, wow. we've always lived in Bolton. Great lever. How's it like <laughs> having a big family, six people? Six people, love it. Um, you have two, two brothers, is it three? Three brothers. Three brothers. And two sisters, so there's three girls, three boys. And you're, in the, you're the youngest. I'm the youngest. youngest so that means two you get ones. away with everything. Maybe, a bit, kind of. <laughs> you're the most <laughs> spoiled? If I had to, my, my mum doesn't really, sp- I would, I would say. I've Your mum doesn't that. have to spoil you. But I have, siblings I've do. Them, I would say, yeah, I got it the easiest. Who's time. got I'm it the hardest? Oldest. My oldest brother. Because of coming to this. Uh, so who's your, who's the oldest? Because you've got so many. So there's, there's Dennis, there's Didi. So my oldest brother is Alex. Alex. A lot of people don't really know him because when we went on holiday, he had finished uni. We went on holiday. He stayed there for like, what, eight years working with my dad because we'd finished. Because that's more, oh, okay. that's you know what it is? That's more home for him because when he came Obviously, to the UK, yeah. he was 14 yeah, of course. and older. So that's just always been his home. Um, so yeah, there's Alex. And then after Alex is Rita. She's the one that's the personal yeah. trainer. And then there's Dennis. 
Yeah. Man of God. And then <laughs> and then there's Eliane. He's the one that's a model. Yeah. And then Didi does photography. Yeah. Everyone knows it. And then there's you. <laughs> and then there's me. I'm the youngest. It's very mixed. Like, not like boy, 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 girl, girl, girl. Boy, girl, it's like boy, 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 girl, boy, girl. Yeah. yeah. You're like very blessed mm-hmm. family. And for a family of six, as we've done well, because we don't have, you know, it's very divided with some big families. Like, this person hates this person. Them two are a bit closer, and then they talk about this person. <laughs> and just, everyone, we're more WhatsApp of a, was. Yeah, like, we're more or less the same. We're very close for a family of six. Mm. There's no, this person's with this or that person's close to that person and this one hates. We're very close for a family of six, so I'd say we're blessed, to be honest. And the age group, though, it's very close. Right. No one's, no one has more than four years in, in between them. Three years, to be honest, actually. Difference. Yeah, no one has more than how, three years um, How does it um, play out in your house? You have a sister who's a model, mm-hmm. a sister who's into PT, so looks is clearly uh, somewhat important. But all the looks, they were all natural. And all, your, all your <laughs> siblings are good looking. I mean, from your brothers to yeah. your sisters, everybody's uh, um, aesthetically good looking. Mm-hmm. But how does it affect you as the youngest when you see a sister who's a model, um, a sister who's a PT, mm-hmm. and then you have friends who are commenting on your weight gain? But that changed. So my sister didn't mainly start modeling. Till Deep question, isn't it? Yeah, she, it is. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did. My sister didn't mainly start modeling till later years, till she was older. Okay. Um. So I was already over like what seventeen, eighteen by then. Seventeen. Okay. No, but no, actually, I was about fifteen. Actually, I was in high school. She was modeling. Um. That's never really been a problem. And with the weight thing, and my sister being a PT, she only started PT in about four years ago. So ah, it was. It. It's never. It's never anything. One thing I've so, learned to not so envy. So it's not like um, your model sister is telling you mm-hmm. something you need to look a certain way, mm-hmm. you need to do a certain thing. No, no, Your PT no. sister is telling you you no. need to do a certain thing. So there's absolutely no, no. pressure, no nothing at all. No. They're just say? like 100% do mm-hmm. you, whatever you fancy, uh, be cool. They're cool with you. Yeah. I guess even if they did say something, it's always to better me, never to put me down or okay. uh, my system. My sister wouldn't say that, but say for example, my hair wasn't looking nice. Like, no, you're, you're not going out like that. Because your sister, who's a model, she's done she's done well and she's doing mm-hmm. well for herself, right? And same with the one that's PT. So how like you've never had those challenging conversations or like, right? No. Why are you chatting to me like that? No, that's no. really good. Because yeah. okay, like like I said, it's just always the way you communicate things. So mm. with my friends, sometimes I might have not liked what they've worn. There's a difference between someone saying, uh, you're going out looking like that. Yeah. And me saying to her, you're not wearing that top. Yeah. Like, I don't, and they'll be like, why? It just doesn't, I'm like, I, it just doesn't really go with it. Like, mm. uh, but they know it's coming from a good heart of me not wanting them because it's girls that will let their friend go out looking yeah. mad and they know they look mad and they won't say anything. It, they know it's coming True. from a, there's a difference between when it's come, wherever someone's saying, even if they say it angrily, it's coming from a good heart. And then when you assess it, and it's just like... Because there might be someone who watches this mm-hmm. and they have a sister who's a model mm-hmm. and now their sister's looking down on them because they're not a model. Don't compare yourself to everybody else. Or there might be like competition in between the family. Mm-hmm. But then there's some things that my sister might think about me. Let me tell you something, right? When I was young, my cousins used to bully me for my skin colour. I was the darkest child born in my family's history. My father wanted to not send me to school, whatever, whatever. And uh, looks were 
Very important, especially yeah. my skin color. Yeah. My mom is not this color. My dad is not this color. My younger brother is the color of this table. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, my cousins used to be like, they used to call me this and that, and even in school, this and that. And uh, I've never had a challenging conversation as such, mm-hmm. but it's always been there in my family. Yeah. Right? So I wonder how someone in your family who's already su- like doing successful things in the modeling industry and blah, yeah. blah, blah, how you might have faced it. And there might be mm. people watching who might be going through certain things. I guess things. It, it's, it's very tough to get to that point because in general, like, we're not... If we were made to be the exact same in this world, it'd be boring. Boring. Everyone has their own unique qualities. Some have different ones. Some Like, my sister might think... Because when it comes to my sister in school, she doesn't... When it comes to academics, she hates them. She's not the best. She might think, oh, I might be pretty, but, yo, she's gone to uni, she's done this, she's done that. But we're not all the same. Like, mm. you can't always compare yourself to other people. And when people do that, they're not helping themselves at all. Because I can sit there and be like, oh, my sister's pretty and this, this and that. But my sister could think, oh, I'm ugly. I don't, I don't like the way mm. I look. So you can't just always go off those things. And just do you. You've, you've been put on this world. You've been created and to look a certain way, to be a certain type of person. And yeah. So don't try to. Where does that Where does that confidence stem from? My my family, honestly, you know my they've always taught me to don't let anyone disrespect you. Don't compare yourself to other people. Yeah. Own it. Be you and own it. Because you being the youngest, Mm -hmm. your family have, uh, you know, you might have some sort of thing where you're like, I'm gonna just cause riot. Because I've got three big brothers, I've got uh, you know <laughs> three not, big sisters. Like I just that. do what the <laughs> hell I want. I bully who I want. I say what I want. My mom's gonna love me anyways. No, I can't <laughs> do that. That's the thing. It is. It all comes to the way I've, I've been raised. Even if it's just like like me, like I know in Bolton when I was younger, everyone's scared of my brothers and they think that these big guys. Oh yeah. Have you actually spoke to them? Like, they're all right. Your brothers are lovely guys. <laughs> do you oh, get what yeah. I mean? But because they see them walking around. But. Big I court. know exactly what you mean. Yeah, cause a lot of guys didn't speak to me because <laughs> they were fine. My brother was, and they were like, no. And I was going to come on to that. It's like having older brothers, three older bro- brothers in the house. Yeah. Now you're a grown woman. <laughs> now you want to go dating. Mm-hmm. Now you want to go club live. Uh, and they've done this a um, few times over. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's it been? Uh, have they... Have they challenged you? Have they stopped you? Um, they've no, they've challenged. When it comes to my the side of the way I respect myself and the way I see myself as a lady or woman, whatever, that comes from my brothers, and I think that's because they're guys and they're out here. Well, obviously, then, yeah, they know how guys are with girls. Right. So me, that I've just always taught me to be cautious. And plus, like I said, because no one ever, no guys really ever spoke to me because of my brothers. Yeah. I've been able to learn about being a girl the easy way. So from my friends' mistakes and seeing those type of things. Or um, just being scared of, I can't do this because what if my brother finds out? <laughs> that's what he was. Yeah. I can't speak to him. I can't meet him. What if my brother finds out? That's Ooh. how it used to be. Whereas now, because I'm older and they see the person I am, they don't worry. But now you're older. Now your brothers are obviously... Um, not in the picture as much, mm-hmm. right? But when they were... Hard. Yeah? It was hard. I bet you've had like... Um, I can't breathe. 
you know, mm. I used, you know, just the simple thing of going to a party and I'm not even dancing on anyone, but even just moving my waist. Like I was just scared because I'm thinking, because you know what it was? People communicate with my brother a lot over the littlest thing. Okay, so for people who don't know, tell them uh, why. Because my brother's overprotective, but just because everyone's scared of them and a lot of people. Why are people scared of them? Oh, we're they scared think of them. They, they think they're in... Because my brothers can stick up for themselves and they can fight and things like that. But no, no, but no. Get... Why? What do you mean, why? Why are people... Why were people, like, so... Because they're such cool guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just the character or... My brothers have never been the type to be like, oh, if you see my sister do this, let me know or else. No. Right. Just people... And it's always people that are not even, like, their boys or relevant to them. Just Youngers or other people. And I'm just thinking. I mean, Dennis uh-huh. was very well known. Yeah. In the town, Didi was n- known as well, but Dennis was very well known yeah, in the big. town. Everyone in my family. Yeah. And he was massive. Ah, uh, yeah. When he came out, of pr- when he came out of prison, he was big. Talk to us about, um, you know, the bit that he went to prison and he came out, or just even before. Mm-hmm. Do you think that played a part? Yeah, that as well. So, you know, someone before, because as it is, they found my brother's intimidating. But, yeah. like, you, you've spoken to them and you've seen that when you actually speak to them, I love what they're, you know what they're cool. I know your brother's for years, yeah. especially Didi. I know him for you years. You know, I've got, I've got a picture <laughs> from <laughs> his birthday and you're in here. Yes, <laughs> it was in Manchester birthday. Road, uh, yeah, yeah. that place. <laughs> Surprise birthday. How party. many years ago was that? I can probably find out my phone. I find out. Years ago, that. Time years ago. ago. But, yeah, I think as them being overprotective and all big guys and people were scared of them mm-hmm. that's as it is there was already a bit of the fear factor thing and then as soon as he went to prison it's just like oh her brother's in prison everyone just thinks oh my god i can't go near her her brother will bang me out yeah if one brother's in prison must be other brother must yeah. be wired the same way but they're not but they're like, not absolutely not they, they they're overprotective which which they, is natural yeah certain things were like <laughs> my 18th birthday went to levels and this guy was speaking to me, and Didi, he just came, put his shoulder on the guy, and he's like, you spoke to him on a level, but he Didi, he, Didi wasn't even like, oh, um, excuse me, like, yo, um, that's my little sister, or on a big boy thing, or whatever. He just got him, he whispered something in his ear, like, I think he was saying, oh, that's my little sister. And the guy's like, oh, okay, cool, cool, da, da, da. He didn't even explain anything to me. He wasn't even like, don't speak to him, or go away. He just... Mm. Got him away and then he walked off. I'm thinking, I'm here as well, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he could have just been asking me my name, but. But now it's different. Y- yeah, but they do play a massive part. So if I did that to date someone, I would introduce it to my brother first before my mom. Which one? Dee Dee, because he's more reasonable. Dennis, you're hearing this. You know, you know what Dennis, you're hearing this. You know what it is. Dennis is he's good, honestly, but. Regardless, I'm always going to be his little sister. Mm. I could be 30. I'm still going to be his baby little sister. Yeah. And from a perspective of he's being a guy, he's seen how guys are and how they can treat girls. And sometimes guys can lie to girls and he doesn't want that to happen to me. Of course. So he's a bit more firm on. So he's a bit more... Mm. Whereas Didi, we still have the side where... Like, yo, that's my little sister, but he'll still compensate with you. Was it's just being overprotective. So, regardless, I know it all comes from. I love heart. Dennis. I, I, I personally, mm. I like Didi, but I love Dennis because <laughs> uh, 
Dennis is so full of life. Mm. Now he's so full of life. But, Before uh, he was on site. Yeah. Full, your life would get full stop right then. It's then. mad. It's mad. And honestly, From that yeah, to now. You, I'm thankful of it. So when it, when I like okay now because I've come I've left uni. And being back home, me and my brother spoken a lot more and we'll get into conversations about girls and yeah. how women are. So he's really being able to... I don't think he worries about me when it comes to guys because he's being able to see the person I am. Do you know what? I trust my sister out there, so it's fine. Mm. But um, in terms of what you're saying, it's mad how much he's changed. It's Honestly, sometimes like, me, myself, I looks like two different, two different people when you mm-hmm. see us before. Because like, when, when he's before, he's, he's like, tempered when he was younger like he was still a nice guy and, and he was very like protective um and things like that but obviously he went around the wrong, wrong path that gym with the wrong people and yeah before he knew it he was in prison what 16 he was Oof. 16 when he went to prison and and then he was in there for what four and a half years and he came out and big oh big but four years four and a half years yeah how was that on you and the family it was hard. That's why I would say, I don't, if you sell, if you do fraud, <laughs> if you do drugs, don't speak to me. I don't have time to be doing up 21 questions in, oh. in prison. Because um, cause he was in Wigan first. So I saw him when he was in Wigan and then he moved to one in Birmingham. So that was a lot harder because it was so far. You can't, and at the time my mum had stopped driving. So you can't just It must have been traumatic. Like having your brother mm. in prison. Must, this is not no. Of course, it's not normal. It's hard, but me and my family we were strong and we just deal with it. And the day as long as and we're, four we're and there. a half years, it's not yeah. easy. I was in year seven when he went in, and I was in year ten when he came. Ten, yeah, yeah. Ten when he came out. Ten, eleven, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. End of year ten. Hmm. So. And you it was were, were you like? glad he came back out and like I was now so happy to see you were like um no more of this whatever what's gone is gone the thing is no one even had to tell him that he had he'd been there and he never wanted to go back so he right. had his head screwed on but when, when it comes to my brother like i'm massively thankful for it because when he went in and obviously i don't know um the guy that passed away colton yeah he went in with him they yeah. were best friends that was his like that was like family regardless yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just sad to obviously see how someone else's life ended. Yeah. Compared to my brother's. And it's just like, he came out and he was just, not to say that, oh, if he had done what my brother's doing, things weren't actually, that's that's a sensitive topic. I don't mean it like that. But it's just in a sense of my brother came out. He was like, I do not want to go back in. I don't want this happening. So he was just, on the right route and then but he, he didn't he look like that he looked like he, he wanted was, he was swollen he, he was looked swollen. like he wanted problems yeah and then who's got a problem because <laughs> i am the solution <laughs> and then he came to church and one of the guys from our church um he spoke to him on a level like he could speak to dennis on his level and get to know him as a person um and then, I don't know, they've just gotten closer and closer and that guy became like his best friend. So obviously he was teaching the word of God as time's gone by. And if it wasn't for God, my brother would not be worth the like person the person right he now is now. At all. And I'm thankful because it's just like saying sad to see how someone else's life ended and to think that that could have been, that could have had the same destiny for someone else. But because he had God in his life. And yeah. Not to say if you don't, if you do have him, that things can't happen. Yeah. Still, stuff still can happen, but it, has a massive impact 
True. So yeah, and very now true. he's married. To it's su- it's it's very surprising to me that you're not on badness because your brothers went prison. If my if I had an older brother who went prison, you cannot even look at me Should negatively. Care if he went prison or not, people can't chat to me a certain way. Just to make if it you different. even look at me in a way that I don't like. But even though he was, do you like, know who you my know brother is? Do you know what it was? Do you even know though he was like that. <laughs> um, but that's the thing I've hated since I was young. People always saying that, oh, you're going to get your brother on us. No, I'll punch you in my face myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've always hated it. And even though my brother was like that, he was never. A I'm going to get my cousin on you. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was never a bully. Like they've always. We've our family is more of you never hit someone first. Someone hits you, then you hit them back. But never bully someone. If you see someone getting bullied, you stand up for them. Even like some of the friends that my brothers made when he first moved to the country in, in school he's come friends with those guys because people are trying to bully them and then they stuck up for him. I wow. could tell you so many stories from this kid that we used to walk home with in primary and this guy, this kid from another school used to bully him all the time. Wow. My brother used to tell the guy like, yo, if he does it, just let me know. Walking home once. Yeah. The guy tried beating up the guy and you know, Didi came and saved him, beat up <laughs> the guy. But it's because to, to protect him. So yeah. he's never, he's never, obviously he was on badness, but that's if someone comes to him yeah. on badness. He would never come and pick on you. No. But they're generally yeah. nice guys. Yeah. All your brothers are generally nice guys. They they're are. lovely to talk to. Dennis, I don't know because once he starts talking to you, he won't stop. You need to. Do you know what? I love him, yeah. It's my brother. Well, on the phone, and they're like, yeah. Because don't mind arguing back or saying anything because you're going to be on for another hour. He's <laughs> so. sick. Dennis is sick. Now, you've finished um, uni, mm-hmm. right? Um, I want to touch on that a little bit because I didn't go to uni and mm-hmm. someone that did go to uni. How was life like when you finished uni? Because a lot of people find this daunting mm-hmm. finish uni and then they don't have a prospect yeah like with me with my course regardless i have to do my master's to be fully qualified is it yeah so if i choose to go back to do my master's then i have to do it to be fully qualified but it is it can be hard but just my why did you pick the subject that you did really interesting still to this day i love it so why aren't you pursuing a career in it my passion i feel like i'm just a lot more i'm more hands-on and a lot more creative like what I'm doing with the what working on the Instagram page with the other guys is more me than that. Like that plays. But then you're part. interested in that, and you did a whole degree in it, and you spent yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, do you know money. why? Um, that's that's why when when anyone comes to me about going to uni, I always say to them, make sure you know it is what you, that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, assess it because sometimes you might just have to go. You can just do a apprenticeship, and you don't have to go in debt and do a degree from it. And you can do an apprenticeship and still get the exact same qualifications yeah. and grades and um, experience from the apprenticeship. It might take longer than actually going to uni. Yeah. But, like, I was literally even from early. Like, I've just, I've always had a creative side to me, but it was just figuring out what it is. But then just thinking, like, oh, it's not going to go anywhere because you don't have that many role models around. True. Whereas now, the Instagram businesses and this, so yeah. people, do you know what? If that person can do it, then I can do it. Anything is it else? worth going to uni? Depends. On? What you want to do. I okay. still love the uni experience, though. I loved uni. Uni was lit. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... Yeah? But I say it's a way of life. Sometimes you have to go through certain areas. But it's areas. a lot of like, money, yeah. isn't it? It is, but 
it's the person I am today. Especially now, everybody's like, I'm paying nine grand, nine mm-hmm. grand for Zoom class, online Teams yeah. classes. What's the, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Spe- no, and and already true. people were like, what's the point of uni? Anyways, before lockdown, before COVID, mm-hmm. people were like, deg- people with degrees are now working in um, McDonald's or no disrespect to them, but that's maybe not what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But the whole uni thing was being looked down upon. Yeah, and then now you have COVID, and then people are now spending nine grand a year. Don't forget the international students who are spending it's fifteen robbery. grand a year mm-hmm. to come and do a subject on on your laptop. Yeah, What's no, it's it's. I just think as a whole, it's very unfair, and especially now with lockdown, that a lot of people don't get the support they need when mm. it comes to the uni degrees. That's what I mean. Like, look into it as a whole. Do you know what it? Do you know it's it's this thing of. Going to high school, then going to college. And then as soon as you go to college, you have to go to uni. uni yeah. You don't. You honestly don't. You know, doing my course, I've got people that are 49 doing the course. There's no... Obviously, you, you want to plan your things out, but you don't always have to be like someone else. Like my best friend, she went to uni. She did nursing. She graduated. She got a nursing job. She's moved out, got her own place, got a car. But she loves that job. That She, want, she even went back to start her master's. Mm. She loves it. Okay. So... You know what it is? I can, she can have that outcome and do that. I, if I wanted to, I could sit there and be jealous and envious of her. Oh, she's done this. But no, there's a timing for everyone. The yeah. person I am right now is not going to be the person I'm going to be in 10 years or 15 years. So it's happened. It is what it is. Yeah. But if I had the same knowledge I can give to someone else now, then then I would have done it. A lot of people uh, like now are like, they don't need a degree mm-hmm. to make a nice living. Do you know one thing I'd recommend to people to do? Finish college, take a year out. If you if if you have a, just to think like I'm not sure, take a year out. You yeah. have time to think. Take a year. You're not losing a lot between eighteen and nineteen. You're at least, if you yeah. think about it, I'm turning twenty three. I've what? How? What percentage of my life have I even lived? Not even half of it. Maybe. Oh God yeah, forbid. God forbid. But, but, yeah. but if you think we've not. We've barely lived our life. We've got so much more time to do things. Not to say waste time, but even in that year out, you still need to make sure you're productive and exploring things and seeing if I like this, seeing if I like this. But you know a lot more. A lot of people that have taken a year out of uni, yeah, and then they've come. I mean, taken a year out before going to uni, have come to uni. They know they're in the right mindset, and they might have changed course from the course they wanted to do when yeah, they were finishing college yeah, yeah. to what, and it could be completely different. I know someone that wanted to be a nurse, but then now she's doing. Um, fashion so it changes Big honest, yeah but it's that's time to self-reflect we can't always be like everybody else some people get it easy and they leave they get their graduate job and they make yeah 30k a year but we're yeah. not all the same so we need to stop looking at it's good to look at other people we sometimes compare because it pushes you and drives you but don't try and be like someone you else. know i've noticed one thing i'll tell you something uh, openly because i'm an open book as it is mm-hmm. uh few of my closest friends, mm-hmm. one of them um, has a scholarship in Cambridge University studying aeronautical engineering. Mm-hmm. Two of them um, are now qualified barristers uh, and some of them have finished uni and done their master's and other things, okay. right? These guys are a different tax bracket if they mm-hmm. get a job. I wasn't allowed to go to uni because of my legal status in the country mm-hmm. when I was young, right? So when I finished college, I couldn't go to uni. Uh, now that I can, if I wanted to, I was always uh, like, 
competing with them in terms of, I used to tell myself, right? Okay, these guys are at uni. I better start earning from now. Mm-hmm. I want to get to 60, 70 grand a year by the time they get to 60, 70 grand a year. Yeah. You know, like psychologically, I was telling mm-hmm. this um, to myself. So I was like, I, like, I just work, 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 work. And I didn't go to uni and I started hating on uni. I was like, because I didn't go uni. I was mm-hmm. like, if anyone else went to uni, uh, if anyone else went on went to uni, uh, it's pointless. Yeah. You, just, you just wasted your 36 bucks. I didn't go to uni. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. I'm doing sick. I've got this. I've got that. I'm working this and that. and da, da, da. But I think it, it's not always the right way to think. Because yeah. some people like go to uni for an experience. XYZ. Mm-hmm. And leading on from that, I started seeing a lot of people getting graduate jobs, like you said. Mm-hmm. And that really bugged me. That really peed me off. I was like, why? Just because you have a degree mm-hmm. that you can do a job better than someone who doesn't have a degree and get yeah. a, get paid, you know? But then stuff like that's hard because you go to uni and, oh, you're not allowed to get the job because you don't have experience. How am I supposed to get experience? <laughs> no <laughs> one giving me. And yeah, I have a friend who's an, engin- who's an um, engineer who who's, uh, finishes uni mm-hmm. doing engineering, but he couldn't find jobs okay. because every place is like asking him for experience. But it's like, how am I going to get, give me an opportunity mm. to learn? And he's like the most willing person as well. And then there's graduate jobs like um you might have a degree in graphics let's mm-hmm. say no disrespect to graphics but you might have a degree in graphics but then you can go and be a civil servant yeah. do a graduate job uh and but then they don't match at all it's only because you've you got know, a degree that's why i would even this thing about taking a year out because you get to look into it to make sure if you need experience at least from my first year to third year yeah i might be able to get like not what's the word um somewhere eventually you would, i'm sure you would be able to find somewhere where they're not even paying you they just allow you to be around and they can teach you the ways and things like that yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know with my course yeah i found i went to uni for three years whatever i found there's offices that do counseling or psychotherapy right. so they pay for your degree and they also give you the practical side to it and you get you gain your experience and then when you finish you work for them that's it's interesting. Like, gosh, I wish I so, had do you still have to do your <laughs> masters then? No. Mm. So it just depends what uni you go to or what what you did. But because ours is counselling and psychotherapy, so it's more to just show you the size of it, and then when you do your masters, you can go to do counselling and psychotherapy, or psychotherapy, mm. or psychology, or different aspects. But it's just more of just looking into it. Don't just see it's a degree. Listen, that and that degree can just be a piece of paper after you graduate. There's a lot of people, well, not now, but before, people in certain countries, they would get eBay degrees, won't they? (laughs) eBay degrees? Yeah. What do you mean? (laughs) Do you not know? What? There's something called eBay degrees, yes. I don't get it. eBay degrees? No. You buy a degree online, and then you apply for a visa in a broad country saying you're a doctor in such a thing. You know what? It does work like my cousin lives in America now, and when she goes for job interviews, they don't ask her to show her degree. So she's thinking, I could be lying. She has, and wow. she went to Oxford University. She's like, I could be lying. No one says, no one has ever asked me to show proof of my actual degree. Wow. I know a lot of people lie on their GCSE, about their GCSE yeah, results on jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Your employer will watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you, right, mm-hmm. on a sensitive topic. Have you ever had uh, any um, racist encounters? Yes, I think we all have. 
but um, I would say in the sense of that I'm a bit lucky because I've not had it full on bad yeah. honestly I don't know I've, I've had it I think most people that are colored have had it but I wouldn't say I've had it like bad 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 but you pick up from it You've had it when you when you were younger in primary or yeah, secondary. Yeah, true. I like that point that you said most people of color have had it, which is sad, mm-hmm. but it's true. it is somewhat. Um, I want to touch on that and ask you. So you know how they say support black businesses. Mm-hmm. What is your take on it? Why? So it's gonna drag me. <laughs> why should a black person um, support a black business? Because white not people don't other people say supporting. They have the opportunities there already. How? White privilege is real. People can yeah, deny it. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm a lawyer and I'm black and then there's a white lawyer, uh-huh. they're going to get it. They're going to be able to get up higher easily. Right. A lot easier. We have to work 10 times harder. So they should support you because of your skin color? No, no, no. So if it's... It's more of, there's, there's a lot of people out there not supporting businesses because of the colour. Mm. As soon as they see that it's a black person that owns it, no, I'm not going to do it. So there's so many good brands out there. And not to say everyone's like that. There's so many people that are not like that. They don't look at colour. They don't look at race. But largely, it's just because of stereotypes or they're going to be unprofessional or they're probably ghetto or mm. just stupid stereotypes. Yeah, sure. So it's a lot harder for them to do businesses compared to a different face. But you're still... Supporting a business solely because... No, 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 no. Are you not? I will push the business. I would help promote the business if I stand by it. But if I don't like the business, I'm not going to... Don't think me... Oh God, people are going to hate me because of this. No, no, it's cool. It, it's also... I think I saw a thing on Twitter. It's all the also the ethics behind it. And the other day, I can retweet a business, but if I interact with them and they're rude, I'm not supporting you just solely because you're black. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I get you. Just the same way you have to treat it's still business. Yeah, I get so you. I wanted to ask you from a black person's perspective because mm-hmm. I'm not black. Yeah, I can't say it. Where Asians don't go around saying support Asian businesses. Well, honestly, I, I think to your black, you it's very hard to see. Like sometimes it's even hard to put in words just the way you will get treated just because of your skin color. And sometimes people don't need to say not it. Sure. Say it to your face, but it's just the energy and the way the way sometimes people speak to you or the words that they use and it's just like okay should we should 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 they not say support this business Mm -hmm. rather than saying support this black business because then you're categorizing that business already in a skin support black businesses (laughs) stand by it because they need they don't get the support they need and if you think about um, but then a white okay so let's say i sell uh this this key ring yeah I'm a black person. I sell this keyring. You're yeah. promoting my keyring, but my keyring is okay quality. Mm-hmm. But then there's the same white person, same like me, start up, you know, selling keyrings. But their keyring is ten times better than mine. But I'm getting the clout or the the attention. That's because that's the thing with things like that. That's that's why I said the thing about ethics and business when it comes to it because there's some people that can say things like yeah support my businesses but the business is horrible the way they speak to the customers and they're not they're not even helping the people that are out there supporting them because there's so yeah. many businesses that have been pushed and they've been brought up and then when they actually find out the character of the person mm. then it's just like no but if i'm on twitter and there's a black business there and i see the potential of it what harm am i doing by retweeting it and supporting it and sharing it People, we get it. Black people get it a lot. I think even, obviously it happens with black people, but just in general with anyone of colour, they yeah. get it a lot harder. Like, it's going to be harder for you to push your business compared to 
someone that's white, uh, it yeah. will be harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, I see the thing is, I don't think of it because mm-hmm. I don't know why. I feel like if I think of it, I'm already classing myself. Yeah, I don't as well. Do you now understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, I do. Because a lot of people might say, "Oh, why is he saying but that? Then, why is he saying that?" But, but then, but if we don't, if we don't help those people, then who will? Who will? Who will? We're here. Listen, the same people that got us here today and got the racism. Some of them might be all right and they might be nice, but we're struggling because of those people. So, and the day we have to stick as a unity because you can go in a workplace and sometimes some people were nice to you, but just certain comments they make or certain things that they say is just like these people are not for me. If they have to choose between me and another person, they would not choose, choose me. Choose you. So, regardless, we get it harder out here. And if me supporting your business and retweeting it or buying from it makes it easier. Yeah. And it's, you know, the, you know, the whole of it, it's sad that as a woman or a guy or whatever, because if you're just solely because of your color, yeah. you came out. You didn't yeah. have options. Oh, what color am I going to be no, when I'm sure. born or how? Someone, you have to work harder. It's so unfair. Like, I know in this world when I go out just to prove myself, solely, it's not just to prove yourself. Like, you have to work harder just because of a skin color. Mm. So it's just so confusing it's so dumb so if i make that person's life easier by supporting it then what's the problem but do black people really support their own people no not a lot of them a retweet is a retweet a, but really it? are you it's, it's a jay hustler rick and he's saying something about um the best way to this is not word for word basically the best way to break the best way to cause a war but the best way to create a war is by causing a divide so if you look from back back what they did is they put people against people. funny you say that i was going to ask you a question regarding that but uh, before i get onto that i want to i'm going to ask you like more in detail as mm-hmm. to why um black people aren't supporting their own people or maybe they are maybe mm-hmm. they aren't i don't know like what's going on a retweet is showing support. Fair mm-hmm. enough. I understand that. A like is showing support. A mm-hmm. share is showing support. But it's not putting food on the plate. Buying is yeah. showing yeah, support. Of course. You I'm know, going out it. and buying is showing. I have. Um, oh, that's an example I can give. Okay. I have. Let, let me just give a bit more clarity. I have two thousand nine hundred followers on Twitter. One thousand five hundred on Instagram. I share mm-hmm. a bit. I share your business. Nobody buys anything. Mm-hmm. It ain't helping you. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I'm a realist. Like, that's the, But that's the thing, yeah. People can tweet all this thing about support. I think I saw... Uh, um, it was a tweet, so... It's not me saying it, people. It was someone <laughs> was saying... Um, they expect something from it. So, if I start a club event, yeah? They were thinking, like, oh, come on, you're my people. We're the same people. Give me a discount. No, like... It, it's just... And it's just sad because I think sometimes they expect more because you're the... Certain people expect certain things just because you're the same colour. Mm. They expect the discount or expect this. But then things like that are not helping the business. But then it, it's very hard to speak on because not everyone's like that. So I can sit here and say that, but then someone's going to be like, well, I'm not like that. But then it's like, I'm not saying you, but there is people out there. And there is some people... Do you know um because of like the whole division and things like that, it's put things in people's head that um, uh, all the black people are ghetto. Or Where did it stem from, racism, in your eyes? 
everybody eyes. everybody thinks and knows there's racism, mm-hmm. but nobody says or addresses where it, <laughs> but where did the white man get it from? Coming, they, if you look at the history of Africa from maths to all so many things, like we were the source of everything in there. They didn't, do you know what it was? If they saw what we were capable of. Right. And if sometimes if a lot of black people opened up their eyes and saw how much we can do, do yeah. we wouldn't even need to do these support black businesses yeah, stuff. and all this stuff. But because of the, like, the common, okay, an example I'll give, I'm from Rwanda, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've heard, there was a genocide in, like, yes. 1994 and there's Hutus and Tutsis. So, but before the genocide, when, you know, countries were coming to Africa and colonizing it, Belgium came and they colonized Africa. And white person that came over said, so if you come to my country, there's people that look like me, more like fairer skin, um, lighter skin, smaller noses, realistically closer to European features. And then there's other people that are darker skinned, bigger noses or whatever, because it's in central, it's kind of, I would say it's a bit of a mixture of like Somalians or East Africans and um, West Africans. And they came and they said to people that are like me, you're better than them people just because you look like that. They didn't need to do that. We were living a happy life. Everyone's fine. Is that what happened? Yeah. That's the thing that people don't know. We weren't just fighting with each other for no reason. They said, you're better, you're cleverer, you're prettier, you, you, you're better than those. Just like racism back in the day when they say like, um, white people are better than black people just because they look a certain way. That exact same thing happened. So that went for generations and generations and whatever. And then the... But where did it stem from? Someone woke up one day and said, you... They were threatened. It's, it's th- they feel threatened. If if you, like... oh, I don't know. Do you know about history in Africa? Or Some, but I'm saying, like, you, there's so much of yeah, it. Yeah, there's so I'm much. And I'm not going to lie, even me as a person, how old I am, I'm only just starting to learn more and more about, like, background-wise. And, like, you know the richest person ever, ever to live till this day was... Was that African person? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I think what they did, they came over and they were just so fascinated about all these things that they've seen, how how they work, how clever they are, what they do, how they use it. And, you know, I'm going to steal those ideas. Hmm. And we were too clever to, like, oh, what was it? So, so, so hold on. Before, so why doesn't, uh, why don't Africans um, unite and... Like, but how can you unite when you've been broken down so much and people have come with guns and but now grab people you? like you who are aware of this mm-hmm. and now you know why don't they don't why, teach you, they don't teach you these things in why, why isn't Africa like you know what outsiders don't don't come here we can do 5G ourselves <laughs> we can make our own Apple we can make our own Samsung it starts to they probably like that. can it's that the thing is Africa is starting as a continent it's starting to become like that like if you the genocide was literally in 1994 if you look at Rwanda now beautiful it's like number five on forbes 30 list to visit it's completely it's it's developed and changed itself but you need to remember like for so many 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 years these people were breaking us down the years gone down it's broke us and broke us and broke us it's not hard to just change change that overnight yeah Yeah, over 100 years if you think about how much progress as a community and as black people we've made since like 1960 imagine 100 years time and there's a lot of like of course um africa is still has a lot of corruption mm-hmm. just like any um such 
third world countries or things like that but there are certain countries in africa that are like really shining now mm-hmm. like kenya uh, yeah. their tourism is like amazing go in kenya um ghana mm-hmm. the houses in ghana look amazing everyone's on holiday right now instead of dubai <laughs> yeah so i think that there needs to be some sort of transition where young africans who have this kind of mentality like mm-hmm. you need to be like you know what maybe i could open this business there but you know what it even me having this, I've had to learn it myself. Literally, I've had to learn it myself from just things I've seen and read. And because I'm, I'm, I like to know the background behind things and knowledge and where it's come from. I don't just see like, oh, Martin Luther King, but what, like, oh, what happened before Martin Luther King? And they don't educate you on all these things. Apparently, there was like a black man who sold other black men back, back, back in the day. Slavery was in Africa before. Like anyway, black men used to sell their own people. Oh, you know, that's so that's how I'm um, sure I've seen it in a movie or heard it, it would have been Roots. I don't know if you've seen the BBC one. They I would, think so, when slavery yeah. started it, the series, so they would come and they would bribe them, like, we'll give you this, we'll give you this if you bring this person. Yeah. So they'll just go to their own people and be like, oh, no, oh, just come here. They'll capture them, put them on ships, take them to America. So people don't, people forget, you know. Things like you, that. You think about it, like you don't you don't wake up and hate someone solely because of their skin color. There's something you're envious about okay, towards you know, that some person. Some people aren't actually racist, but they make racist comments. Yeah. A lot of them people are out there now. They're, They're actually not racist. Get, it's ignorance. They're just making the comment because they want to get one up, or mm-hmm. you know, they wanna they wanna make you feel bad, or they're angry at something, so they just make a comment. But that's just embarrassing. I think that the person anyone is is from. It's it's sad because sometimes it's just the way they've been raised. They've been taught that that's normal. It doesn't mean you're racist because their mum makes the cheeky little comment. Yeah. They think it's normal and okay. Same way if my mum made certain comments about white people, I think it's okay to hate white people. But she's always taught me, even that person's racist to you, like, treat everyone equally. You always love them even though they hate you. And then black people are also racist to their own people. Yeah. Division, though. It Honestly, it all comes down to them coming round and causing a division and telling you you are not this or they cause war and sep- just like have you seen the book uh where the, i forgot the name of the guy but this white guy this is back in the day i'm talking mm-hmm. way back in the day he wrote a book that says how to control uh, the black man mm-hmm. for the next hundred years it's a book and no, and you I'm can and it. and they Think it the book so you can read it now in high yeah. definition. And he says, like, um, only breed the strongest male and the female and mm-hmm. make sure the female cannot read and write. Make sure yeah. they believe you know, in God because apparently they will then uh, think that you're better than them. Mm-hmm. Something like God is white. Make sure that the man uh, can, can or doesn't talk to another mm-hmm. strong uh, man because then they will share ideas that's it's like some that's, mad if, if detail you, no, if you literally watch Roots and he would go around farms mm-hmm. and give it to farm owners no, it's, saying if, this is how you control watch, your slaves there's Roots there's the old version but then there's one that they read in BBC, the BBC one and the, what they used to do with slavery is the chief or the person the big person of that tribe humiliate them because if you can humiliate the big boy the big dog the person that everyone looks up to and respects and doesn't cross the line then Everyone, Everyone else, else is going to be scared, and if he can do that, and honestly, if you, oh, it's if you can hear the, 
explicit things they would do to humiliate that person. But the thing is, they'll do it in front of a crowd to show them. So if I can do it to him, I can do it to you. But it's mad because it's only like two white people. So there's what, 15 of you. You can take those two white people on, but it's just the fear. It's years and years and years of manipulation. And like that so guy, he sat there and analyzed the black person. Or, and he's not yeah. just gone and been like, oh, tell me the, your mind. He's probably gone and sat down and acted like he was their friend and very well analyzed that person. Yeah, like, and sat proper. and wrote a book. The fact that he says, don't let the woman be able to read or write. Make sure you they believe in God yeah. and make sure the man doesn't go and chat to other men and gain knowledge. Yeah, because knowledge, that's what, if you, the more you know, the more you can do. The less you know, the, the less, less you, you can, can do. do. That's, all, that's all it is. So uh, if I asked you how to evaporate racism from planet Earth or just human existence, what would you say? It's been around for too long, so God knows when that's going to go. But um, How? How do we wipe racism? You we wouldn't even know how to. So what do we do? Because you can't keep locking up racist people because that's not cute. That's not fixing racism. They still be occurrences. Oh, a way some people say it is educating people. Because you know, there's you hear stories about people that were racist, like people that were part of Nazis and things like that. Yeah. And there's always been that one person that might have sat down and actually spoke to them and told them where it comes from so just spoke to them on a level and they've changed yeah because it it's sad you're older you should know better but if i was getting taught certain things since i was since my mom pushed me out then i'm gonna think that's okay it's okay to hate black people mm. they're less than me it's being drilled in your head you're 30 now and that's something you've heard for the 30 years it's not something you're gonna be able but to how wipe do you out. wipe this it's hard. What do you do? Go on. If I asked you, solution. From now? Yeah, just evaporate racism from Earth. How, how can you evaporate something so easy that's been going on for over that, for uh, like so many years? To make a start. To make a start is literally educate, educate the person. People, yeah? Knowledge is key because a lot of these people that are racist don't even know why they're racist. So maybe instead of, if someone makes a racist comment, mm -hmm. send them to a, like a to racist rehab almost. Like you have for alcohol and drugs. <laughs> that would be a good idea. You know, but you know the racist government rehab. are not going to fund that. Send this, them there, they This is how the world... They taste jollof. <laughs> That'll change their life alone. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, but, Christmas time, I gave my neighbour... Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know which country she's from, uh, but I gave her uh, a, a little present for Christmas mm -hmm. and she gave me a little metal uh, container and I opened it um, and there was jollof rice and chicken in it. The Top tier. Happiness in my eyes. I was, I was just, I was like, I'm gonna cry. It's so oh, nice. It was so yeah. tasty. I think I was saying it uh, to someone else the other day, the other week. Um, mm -hmm. Racism stems from food. These oh. men cannot cook like. <laughs> then I saw something, and it was like Gordon Ramsay. I don't give a fuck. Gordon <laughs> Ramsay, you cannot someone, cook like. Someone did a questionnaire and he was like what is you know if you look at every other country from russia to japan or spain or france they have their own culture food, yeah. food. and then someone asked like oh what's the special like the special dish and someone was like oh fish someone said um, chicken tikka <laughs> and another thing was like fish and chips even fish and chips doesn't come from no 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 here. i think it's pies 
I think even then it probably comes from a different country somewhere down the line. But fish and chips, does, like fish and chips comes from Greece, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Chip, even spices, even just cup of teas that we drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does not come from from here. I think we've we've opened something, you know, racist rehab. Racist rehab. Send all the racist people. If you're racist, that's fine. Just come. It's fine. Be open mm. that you think this. And we'll put you in a rehab and we'll educate you mm-hmm. and we'll try and, you know, and next thing you know, you might go and marry a black woman. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then also from a person that's black, it's also letting other people to know not to stoop down to their level. So when someone calls you the N word, don't, sometimes you just don't even react because they, they're doing it to get the reaction yeah, out of you. If I call someone, a whatever, the B word or whatever, I want a reaction out of them. If you're angry at someone, you're arguing, you're shouting because you want a reaction. You yeah. know. So when they call you that word, reaction out of them. Mm. Whereas if they call you it and you don't really respond, they're thinking, oh, fuck, I've not done anything there. But then also some people do deserve to get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if that's the way they're going to learn. We're not promoting that. We're promoting <laughs> racist rehab. Racist rehab. Care homes for racist people. Care homes for racists. <laughs> I'd fund it. but listen it's been absolutely uh, amazing speaking to you you're very um, articulate and very knowledgeable and I wasn't aware of this thank you you know that's that's the first to be honest (laughs) your your Instagram does because obviously I follow so many people on Instagram Mm -hmm. and they're promoting certain things and blah blah and and you paint a picture of them Mm mhm but obviously, you you don't you're not like that on Instagram, anyways, or any of your social media. Yeah, you can't you really carry yourself see much. differently, um, which is fresh to see because a lot of females don't carry themselves like mm-hmm. that nowadays. They tagging pretty little things in pretty little thing in every post. They're you, tagging. You put a post. He was like, "Why are you tagging PLC? They're never going to sponsor you." I know. Right? He, was like, challenged he was like, you? "I've been." Who challenged you to do the boss challenge? I think you said something. It's a challenge. Who challenged you? There's nothing wrong with that. Who challenged you to do... Why are you doing a challenge? Well, what's wrong with them doing a challenge? Who challenged you? What is, what is and wrong? And then you're telling... Uh, you're telling on Twitter, don't sexualize me. You're doing it no, to no, yourself. No, 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 no. That's a techie thing. Because with that, it's just kind of saying that um, if I go out wearing shorts and it's hot, I'm letting someone sexualize me. No, it's warm. I just want to wear shorts. That's it. That is different to... What's a challenge? Some... Are we not allowed to embrace the body that we have? If no, I enjoy 100%. dancing, if 100%. that person enjoys dancing, okay. I think it's hard because there's certain people out that do it to want to put the sexuality out there. And there's some people that honestly do it because they want to do the busted challenge and they just want to enjoy themselves. Women feel good if they feel sexy when you've got your... As much as like I can go out and without makeup and I'm thinking, oh yeah, I embrace myself. But when you put your makeup on and you're looking nice, you got your heels, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's just, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's People need to stop pointing the fingers at the women and teaching their men to not overly sexualise women just because they see a little bum and a so little if, bit of so shake. People I, need to also edu- it's educate the girls as well, the way they describe it themselves. But then also, it's a big part, is educate them. You need People need to be teaching their sons from early if they see things on TV and how to respect women, how to respond to certain things, because that's the main things we have problems. Guys think it's okay to, oh, she's wearing a short dress or she's a whole. So you do the <laughs> busted challenge, but then you don't want a guy to comment or anything sexual about it. Why do you need to? I'm not doing okay. it for you. 
Okay, who are you doing it for? Myself. Me, okay. I'm doing it for myself. There's people out there that want those comments. Right. There's, that's like, it, it's a bit confusing because there's people out yeah. there that have OnlyFans or whatever. So they know. want those comments and, and they thrive from, they like those. Oh, yeah. you look da 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 But listen, regardless, respect. Whether someone's doing certain things, you still, whether you agree with what the person does, there might be girls out there carrying themselves differently. It doesn't mean I should respect them less. Like, you can still speak to someone. So OnlyFans is cool. Only fancy your thing, it's just not me. <laughs> Don't give me a politically correct answer. Because you just said. Do you know why I say the only fans thing? Is because people, if you, like you said, if you're going to do it, own it. I, for me personally, I don't really agree with it. I make jokes about it. <laughs> so you don't agree with only fans? No. Because of, because of men overly sexualizing women. <laughs> but it is women selling it. Yeah. But then again, there's a demand for it. But yeah, but why is there a demand? There's demand because of the guys out yeah, there paying true. for it. True. <laughs> like true. it, people just need to. Like we can point the fingers at the women all the no, time. No, no, I'm not, I'm not pointing yeah. a finger. But what I am saying is, I am pointing a finger at the women who are promoting it in the way where they want those comments and they want to yeah. make a thing it, out yeah of it. it is because girls Cause turn 18 and they just make only fans and it's like yo you're just snatching your childhood away you still that's young. what i got a problem yeah with. It, it, it's a very mature mm-hmm. a mature woman knows how to carry herself mm-hmm. point blank period there's you not a lot of role mom, models out there as well you know what, sorry there's not a lot of role models out there for young girls you know by all. looking at your mom she's a pr- woman mm-hmm. she, how she carries herself mm-hmm. there's a difference to uh uh, woman of that standard to the 2021 woman mm-hmm. who carries herself no matter how much you tell me that um women men shouldn't sexualize women mm-hmm. a lot of women carry themselves point blank period just to get that type of reaction yeah but that's why you have so say for example um if i want to do the busset challenge even if i want to i i wouldn't bother just because I know that's going to happen. And it's sad, the fact that if I want to look pretty and just do a simple challenge, I'm not going to do it just because of guys. Even just the person, the way I carry myself. I'm like that because of the person I am. But then also it's just like, oh, I'm not even going to do this because then I'm just going to get looked at a certain way or whatever and this, this and that. It's easy to say, oh, just don't care what anyone thinks. Da, da, da. But when the world, everything involves around how you do, the person you are, how you carry yourself, how you look. Then and it also people say you know mind your own business let mm-hmm. people do what they want but you can still mind your own business but it does affect young people you yeah, can't i can't no. control everything like, my what, younger sibling or my it, kids my, will watch yeah my sister had to take like my niece's phone off her really she, yeah because not like she's doing anything wrong but it's just because you see she's like our friends are on tiktok she makes tiktok you've not asked me to make tiktok it was fine at the start but then when you see like most surveys are going on and girls are just doing different things. It's You know what it is? With the Busset Challenge, it's different for me seeing it at 23 and gaining knowledge to a 12-year-old seeing it and thinking, that's what I need to do to get a guy. So I think that's why it's a sensitive topic because like my niece was that she called, she told my sister, mum, wake me up at four o'clock in the morning so I can do my makeup It's a very school. interesting thing that you said uh, women feel better when they feel sexy. Not, no, 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 it's... What did you say, woman? Yeah, no, like feel you feel good. No, you feel good. You feel good. You feel good. But um in a sense of that comes from 
confidence as well. I don't want to feel pretty just when I have makeup on. I want to be waking up first thing in the morning, open up my Snapchat, thinking, oh, your skin's glowing today. <laughs> you you, you want to have that as well. Yeah. So it's just a, a, a balance of things. But yeah, as a woman, I think because we enjoy, that's us, like, we enjoy getting, doing our makeup. Same thing with guys, having a six pack or being in shape or looking a certain way or having their hair intact or having a straight beard, all of that. It all comes from it. Mm. So it's the same things with women. But Do you think um, men and women should get equal pay in everything they do? Yes. No matter what it is? Yep. Why? We're all human beings. Like we still eat, breathe, and smell the same thing. So why can't we? Okay. So if I give you an example where um, women's football mm-hmm. and men's football. They both play football, but they don't play the same type of football, the same standard of football. But the right. women expect the same pay. How is it not the same standard? What do you mean? Um, like obviously, men are men play it a lot more athletic, like uh, faster, or they play mm-hmm. better football. I don't know if you do watch football. Not really. <laughs> not re- yeah, maybe a different sport. I don't know. About. Yeah, but that comes from because the equal pay thing is big on football. You know, like men mm. men get paid obviously a lot more than women. Yeah. But then more people watch men football. That's different because more people watch men's football. But then men play like the sport a lot better. It's like female boxing, men boxing. Obviously, the men mm. are gonna punch harder and and gonna give you more extravagant yeah, fights. That's true. But I think it's more when people say a lot of things like that. It's just um, in businesses as well, like lawyers. Female really? Lawyer, like what was it? I watched like I watched this series called Insecure and. It's a series, it's not real, but it all, it's all based off things that happen in life. And this woman, she gets paid less as a lawyer because of this guy. And this mm. guy, uh, bear, bear in mind, they're both black as well. She gets paid less than him and he gets paid more. Cause wow. It's and m- actors it's, as well, it's isn't more it? Of, yeah, it's more of actors. that thing that men are more superior and men are better and this and that. But it's like, listen, a lot of men can't survive out here without a woman as well, so... (laughs) I think uh, equal pay is 100% necessary. Mm -hmm. I think uh, equal pay, like, more people watch men's football Mm -hmm. because you're putting it out there. Yeah, yeah. Promote the women's football so more people watch it as well. And things like that have only... I think it's setting the standards of women from back in the day, like, you have to be a housewife. You can't be independent. Whereas now, like, it's so normal. You have to be get your bag, sis, like, make sure you're, yeah. you're independent, you're not just relying on a man. Whereas before, it's like, if my, I'm here to live for my man. I yeah. Food. Literally, like, Serve you don't him. have your life. You're, yeah, you're, that's what it was. Serve him. So I think it's just always been, like, men are always been better and superior. So women are a lot less valued than men. A lot of interesting things that you've spoken about. Mm-hmm. My mind's gone... <laughs> You definitely are um, lot clued on. I gave you a lot of hard, hard, hard thoughts that I had, but you know, he dealt with it like a champ. I had to, I had to. All I can say is thank you. Thank you so much for your time. No, thanks um, for having me here. I we should it. definitely do it again uh, in a year's time or so when um, your venture on Instagram hopefully takes off even more. It will take off, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I like the confidence. Confidence is key. Without yeah. confidence, you can't, you know. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe in yourself, uh, mm-hmm. you can't do it. And I definitely, definitely like to have him, <laughs> who this person is yeah. that you have bigged up so much. Uh, he seems like 
such a genius and a no, he amazing person. Yeah, he'd be so good on here. Yeah? I'll speak to him. I'll actually speak to him. Because he likes these things like podcasts and things like that. That'll Especially be if it's a way for him to even just speak about Pick it. Pick his he, brains, yeah. Yeah. His brain's like... He'll be speaking about one thing and he'll go to something else. But it's just because he's, <laughs> just like he's always working. Yeah, yeah, his brain's just always working. But no, thank you very much. Do you have anything, any questions for me? Because I know... You see my Twitter, you see my Instagram, you see me. No, like you said, you're an open book. <laughs> Absolutely giving it left, right. You know, uh, recently people have been making fake accounts of me on Twitter. I'm, I'm clear. No. I'm clear. Really? I, had, I found You've three, got fans? three fake accounts. <gasps> Saying what? One was uh, just trying to say fuzz prick, this, that, the other. One was trying to be me and doing my tweets, but in a, um opposite way, basically like, uh, looking down on LGBTQ people and all this, that, the oh other. So basically, my geez. face, my banner, my everything. And yeah. Wow, that's mad. That's Famous. Mad. Can I get your autograph? <laughs> <laughs> that's you got mad. This whole you got a whole episode on the podcast. That, I actually didn't know that. But I like the whole. The thing is, I think this is like perfect for you because there's a lot of people out there doing podcasts. But just and the thing is, a lot of people might not like my questions, but these are questions that people but need to ask. You know how ask. I interact with you on Instagram? I don't do that with a lot of people because they just ask dumb questions. Dumb and questions. Stories like, um, do your body counts matter? Just like, shut up, man. We hear this every year. Like, but the things. The thing is, you put questions, but you also share your opinion. Yeah. And these questions are important. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, why, why, why. Do you believe in equal pay? And if so, mm-hmm. why? Everybody's like, I should believe in equal pay, da da da. But why? Like yeah. the, un- education. Yeah, that's need to learn why equal mm-hmm. pay is important, not just it is important. Yeah. Need to learn where racism stems from rather than saying such and such a person is racist. Mm-hmm. These people are racist. Yeah. You need to understand how these people function it's and how we can change it. Mm-hmm. No point pointing fingers all our life at each other. We're not going to get it anywhere. Is, White people need black people just as much as black people need yeah. black people. And, and da, da, da. lots of those things are not going to change. So what's the point of me crying about it? Me crying and going on the TL and complaining isn't going to make it change in one night. So I might as well do my part and show people that I'm doing me. Whatever you want to think, you can think that. But I'm happy where I am. So Where do you see yourself uh, in 2021, end of 2021? What's the plan? Oh, I'm not... I'm not good with these ghost things right now, you know. Um, Let's see how it comes. Yeah, but I'm also I've set myself goals for this year. Yeah, and I'm with, like in the past year, I've bettered myself a lot, but there's so much more I, I know I could have done. And I've come into this year, yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, I didn't do this last year because of this. No, you just needed to pattern up. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a new year, no slacking, stick to it and do your thing. Yeah. So yeah, so let's hope that the end of this year holds nothing but success, more knowledge for me, and you're very young. I mean, I, 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 very young. I'm 25. You're 23. But <laughs> when I was 23, I had no clue. Like I, I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to be the area manager of three. Mm-hmm. You know the phone store. Yeah. Because I was working in three. So I thought, this is my career. This is what I want to be. When I was 24, I thought I want to be... No, at 23, I wanted to be an area manager for Lloyds Bank. Because mm-hmm. I worked in Lloyds Bank. At 24, I wanted to be area manager for three. Because I worked in three. <laughs> but at least you knew what you wanted. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but like, now I'm 25. I was just like, you know what? You know what I want? I have this picture in my head. I'm sat in a garden. 
with a drink in my hand and I can hear my family and friends and whatever in the back, they're laughing and I am so wealthy and so yeah. comfortable. I'm yeah. not rich, but I'm mean. wealthy. You want to be making money when you're sat at home sleeping. I'm just wealthy to the point Same. it's like, I'm just, re- la- and mm. it's not even my house. We're abroad. Yeah. We're on a holiday. No, on, on, I don't want to work for the rest of my life, but it's just a matter of, because there's a lot of people out there that they want to be successful and, but they force the ideas I'm not saying that you still have to work to it. Don't think it's just sitting there yeah. and the idea of you being successful is just going to come to you overnight. You still have to try things out in order to know your right path. But as well, I'm not going to sit there and force this. So I'm exploring things and seeing where I want to go. But I've just not figured it out yet. Some people don't figure it out till, till later. Yeah, Hopefully, later. I'll figure it out this year. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, Stay you've got positive. your thing going. <laughs> you've got this. Um, clearly, seems like this yeah. is a talent of yours and mm-hmm. passion of yours. So run with it. Definitely. See how far you go. But thank you very much. Look at this camera. All right, let me top my hair up. <laughs> what do I say? Nothing. I just wanted you to look in this camera. <laughs> right. Thanks for having me here, guys. Uh, I'll put your social media and everything. And uh, if you're short, don't message her because I'm sorry. If you've got the bag, <laughs> message her, maybe. But if you're short, she said it. You, I'll replay this now. I can't, I can't date a guy short. I'm not short. Oh, look at this. I got, I got it. <laughs> Boys. Sorry. I got it. You see what I did there? You see what I did there?